Here, hold on. Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Kevin Owens. With me, as always, is my co-host, Michael Gould. Tonight, we will be broadcasting, uh, talking about South Jersey playoff basketball. Uh, We've talked about this before. We've been done a lot with South Jersey basketball. The playoffs start this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Games throughout the state of New Jersey. And we will be joined tonight by coaches representing uh, most of the brackets, including Paul Rodeo, from St. Augustine, Drew Owens from Kingsway, Kevin Crawford from Pittman, Paul Wiedemann from Hanfield, and as always, our good friend Dave yeah. Allen. So, so uh, we just, just uh, we are also uh, brought to you by Advocare South Jersey Orthopedic Associates, and I like, uh, again, my name is Kevin Owens, and my with me as always is my co-host, Michael Gould. Mike, how are you? Doing great, Kev. We have a great, as always, the matchup zone has a action-packed uh, show uh, for you. Like you said, we're going to be breaking down the all the playoff brackets, South Jersey, from Group 1, 2, 3, 4, non-public A and non-public B. As you mentioned, the playoffs start this week, and we hope some of the fans can get out there and see some of the games. Uh, some great, great high school basketball will be coming up in the next few weeks. Before we start, I'd like to give out the numbers. Uh, call in any questions. Like Kev said, we're going to have some great guests on tonight, some fantastic coaches. Call-in number. One three four seven two one five eight one two six. Again, the phone number to call in to speak to us is one three four seven two one five eight one two six. As always, you can uh, hit us up on Facebook at the Match Up Zone or Twitter at the Match underscore Up Zone. So first, first, Kev. First thing we're going to do is I guess we're going to break down non-public A. Hopefully, Coach Rodeo will be calling in around seven fifteen. So let's start with non-public A. Uh, real quick, the defending champ is St. Joe's Metuchen. Kev, St. Joe's Metuchen is going to be tough to beat. They have a seven-footer in Carl, Ta- Carl Towns Jr. who's going to Kentucky. Anytime you have a seven-footer who's an All-American, that's going to be tough to overcome. Typically, South Jersey teams go six-five, six-six, six-seven. Very, very rarely do you have a seven-footer, especially one as skilled as Carl Thomas. I mean, I would totally, I totally agree with you. As long as it's not Camden Catholic circa 1998, I think uh, seven footer is definitely a, a legitimate state champion threat. Uh, I'm of course self-deprecating myself as I did not win a state championship my senior year and was seven foot. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's six eleven. Yeah, let's uh, call it what it is. Call it what it is. It's, it's very true. I, I was listed in college, I think, once at seven foot, and then they saw me and listed me back at about six ten. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like you said, St. Joe's Metuchen, I mean, they, there's a lot of powerful, tough teams out there. There's, it's going to be a, a, a battle. I mean, we, we're looking over these brackets right in front of us today. and uh, It's, I mean, it's going to be brutal. It's, it's brutal. I mean, there's every single, every single division, starting with uh, Parochial A, Parochial B, and all, all of the groups. I mean, there's, you look at the, what's compromising the top ten of South Jersey basketball right now, and – 
each of these teams are represented. So that's each of these groups are represented. So that's what makes it so tough. I think you know, if you had to pick one that's probably the most dominant, I would probably go with Group Four. I mean, they, it's you have your Lenape's, you have your Easterns, you have your Atlantic City, who's arguably the best team in South Jersey, and one of the better teams. Uh, Group four schools in the state. I think they're they're going to make some noise this year. They have a lot of talent. They they pressure the ball. It's it's a lot of fun to watch. So I think that's a team that's uh, it's dangerous. And then you look at a group one team who was second in South Jersey in Paulsboro. And we've had Coach Collins on last week uh, discussing Xavier Lundy, some of these guys that they have who are top you know Division one prospects. And at a group one school, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, like you said. Group four is definitely tough, but I'm looking at the South Bay bracket, Kev, and Notre Dame's the one seed. A potential great matchup in the second round is Camden Catholic Paul Six, who split during the regular season. A little animosity going on between the two schools there. Camden Catholic coming off a tough loss last night to Woodbury, so I don't know how that's going to play into their first round uh, playoff game against Monsignor Donovan. Brendan Crawford possibly out with uh, torn meniscus, so. Um, and you know, we hope he's okay to continue on. But I'm looking. I'm just looking over the bracket here. We have Camden Catholic, Paul Six, Saint Augustine, CBA, Saint Joe's Metuchen. We mentioned with Carl Towns. Uh, you may know another seven footer who went to Saint Joe's Metuchen, Andrew Bynum. Uh, many of you haven't seen him play in about a year. But also we have Holy Spirit is loaded with talent. They, they, Holy Spirit's the A seed, and they started off the season in the top three or five in South Jersey. They've never really put it together this year, Kev, but Holy Spirit has as much talent as anybody in South Jersey. And if Coach Gillespie can put can kind of get them rolling in the right direction, they can be a force to be reckoned with. And I could see them getting to the final, knocking off either Notre Dame and or Camden Catholic or Paul Six. In the bottom of the bracket, you kind of your eye kind of goes right to St. Joe's Metuchen. They uh, obviously they're the two seed. Immaculata is the 15th seed, so I don't see any problem there. Setting up a potential second-round matchup with uh, Bishop Eustace. CBA, one of the top private schools in the state, always, always very good, all-boys school in the Shore Conference. Have a, a lot of great players have come out of there, NBA players, high Division One players. They're going to probably play St. Augustine in the second round. So you're either looking at St. Augustine or CBA going up against St. Joe's Metuchen. So it's going to be a tough bracket. Uh, you know, we have St. John Vianney's a 14 seed. Bishop R is an 11 seed. Red Bank Catholic. Uh, Notre Dame has the bye because they are the one seed. Like I said, Kev, St. Joe's Metuchen is going to be very, very, very uh, hard to overcome with that seven-footer and Carl Towns in the middle. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's going to be something that – Anytime you have a seven-footer, and, and a, a seven-footer of that caliber... How do you know? I believe, I've been told. Uh, anytime you have a, a big guy like that, I think it's it, it makes it that much more impressive. And like I said, I mean, we joke about myself. I was I was around that size. However, I weighed about uh, this, as much as this chair that I'm sitting on, 195 pounds. So I wasn't really the force that I, uh, I, that I, I kind of thought of. You know, that some of these guys are. So uh, you look at a team like that and, and how how dominant they can be with a, a seven-footer, especially in – you look at Paul Six, you look at Camden Catholic, you look at St. Augie. Well, well, Paul Six doesn't have a guy – I think they're tallest guy six five. So to match up yeah. with a seven-footer, especially a seven-footer of that talent That's and true. that athletic ability is going to be tough. I, uh, it's it's 
it's going to be interesting. And Paulsic, though, the one thing you can't win just with, you can't just win with size. I mean, you have to be a, a fluent team. Although Zubek proved everyone wrong with that because Zubek, they just fed the ball. I mean, Paul Wiedemann, who's going to be on tonight, they just fed the ball inside and inside and inside. And it, it great, was, great. Yeah, but that, that team had some, a lot of players on that team. You're talking about Blake Wilson, Blake Derek, Wilson you know, yeah. Joe Malcarn. They had some great, great players. I mean, a lot of people think a lot of people think Zubek, you know, kind of just – and obviously, 7'2", going to Duke, you kind of ride him. But if he if they were double, triple teaming him, Blake Wilson was knocking down threes. Derek Heckington was getting to the basket. Vinny Siaka was doing all, you know, finding everybody. All the little things. Yeah, all the little things. So they, they had a really nice team. Uh, you know, Bishop Houston is a little bit of a sleeper. They beat Camp Catholic twice this year. So, yeah, anything, uh, one and done, anything can happen. It's true. Bishop Eustis has some has some size. I mean, they they're look huge. Like, they look like they have two offensive linemen down low. I mean, those kids are are just big bruising centers, and they're young too. But they, I feel like they can just displace, and that's what you talk about with a seven footer. And that's that's the matchup that it looks like it's going to be for the second round. I mean, if all goes according to the seeds and plan, uh, that's what probably it's going to be. And you you have to look at uh, what Coach Falconero is going to do in terms of uh, being able to. You know, have that, have that, uh, those two big guys really just kind of bully, bully uh, their big guy and, and really get him out of his game, and then you know say you have to beat us with something else. And I think Bishop Eustis has those those three athletic guards who really can create jump in the passing lanes and, and uh, create havoc. They're they're big. Eustis is big. I went to a game this year and use a tournament. Eustis was warming up. I walked onto the court after the game as Zeus kind of walking on the side as Zeus is warming up. Kev, these kids were huge. I felt I felt like an Oompa Loompa at this point. These kids were <laughs> – I don't know if I'm getting shorter or the kids are getting taller, but even like – and I know they have the kid Kazan and the big kid. I forget his other name. is uh, Ryan uh, Bland, I think his name mm-hmm. is. They're, yeah, both, they're, they're both big guys. But even, they're, even kind of guys I've never heard of or seen – or you know, heard of not their main characters. Those kids were big. I mean, they're six three, six four, six five, and I'm thinking, man, these kids are just big, big kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, you look at you look at some of the other groups. I mean, you look at South, uh, the Procule B. I mean, Procule B. It's it's it's. Let, you want to break down Procule yeah, B? Real break quick? down Procule B. St. Anthony's one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. So uh, I mean, it's true. St. Anthony's is is such a force that. It, it feel I feel bad saying this, but it doesn't matter who wins no, South Jersey. No team in South Jersey in the foreseeable future is winning an, a, a, a non-public B state title. It's a sh- it's a shame for teams like Gloucester Catholic, Wildwood Catholic, but unfortunately those it's a little bit easier I guess now with St. Pat's not being I guess the powerhouse with Kevin Boyle going down to Florida, but you still have to get over St. Pat uh, St. Anthony's, and now you have teams like Gill St. Bernards, teams like that. So it's it's it, it's not. It's not good times for uh, South Jersey non-public B teams. Well, I love I love the movie they're going to make, make about Wildwood Catholic, where uh, the, the, our voices are going to be presented over the the beginning of the story, <laughs> kind of like Rudy just talking about how bad uh, South Jersey is, and they upset St. Anthony. No, yeah, yeah, don't get us wrong out there, Wildwood Catholic fans. <laughs> not bad. It's just you're dealing with a 24-time state title team yeah. in, in St. Anthony's, and just a, kind of a different world. So you know that's a little bit tougher to overcome. It's true. And again, we are uh, going to be joined tonight by Paul Rodeo, Drew Owens, Kevin Crawford, Paul Wienemann, and our good friend Dave Allen. Uh, I'm sure we, if you want to call in tonight, uh, call in one three four seven two one five eight one two six. Hit us up on Twitter at the match underscore up zone, and on face up the face face up. On face up, we'll call you on the matchbook. <laughs> 
I sound like Tom from Palmyra on Facebook at the Matchup Zone. So uh, if you have any questions, and especially if you have any questions, we're going to have these coaches on. If you have questions for them, something that you find uh, interesting or something that you think they've done well or uh, criticism, you know, uh, give us a call and we'll, and we'll, and we'll discuss. But again, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm yeah. you off there. But let, let's, let's get into a little bit of, uh, of group three just a little bit while we're um, – while we're on the topic, while we're young, while, while we're young, uh, real quick, Hammond in the one seed, Drew Owens will be on with us from Kingsway's the AC, Delcy's the five seed. Now I don't know if Cedric Ellaby, who broke his ankle earlier in the season, is back yet or not. Uh, we'll have to check our sources. But uh, Timber Creek's a four seed, Morristown six seed, Ocean City eleven seed, Winslow. I'm looking real quick, and the thing that jumps out is Camden's the two seed, and I cut. They're playing well. And I kind of see them just rolling right through, you know. Unfortunately, I think they're going to roll right through South Jersey. Well, the the difference not unfortunately, unfortunate for everybody else. Unfortunately, fortunate for Camden. Fortunately for Camden, as we talked about last week. Well, Camden has the luxury of having a uh, a team that's that's played a lot of good teams. I mean, they've had experience to teams in South Jersey. I mean, they played. Paulsboro, they played, uh, you know, the, the, all the Group Four schools, and they've done well, and they've had a successful record. You look at a team like Hamilton, who really hasn't had the schedule that Camden has, and you know, even though they're the one seed and Camden's the two seed, it just it just doesn't look promising for anyone looking to, or for Hamilton or any or Kingsway or Delcy. I mean, Delcy's a, a tough team as well. Burlington Township, Timber Creek's athletic, they Timber Creek, but I just don't think they match up well enough with Camden. And especially here's the kicker, Kev. If you're going to beat Camden, you're going to beat them at Camden. At Camden. And it's those true. kids feel so comfortable in that gymnasium, and they're so much they're so much better in that gymnasium. They're the two seed. That, that, unless they play Hamilton, Hamilton, the game will be at Hamilton because now they change the rules where the higher seed mm-hmm. gets the uh, – it's not a neutral side anymore, so the higher seed is the host. So Hamilton better hope they win if they want any shot of having a chance to beat Camden because Camden at home is not losing. It's true, and I mean, even Camden on the road. We talked about that last week with the uh, amount of their 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 firepower of fan base and how they they travel. I mean, it's it's a it's a good group, and I think Hamilton's going to be the team that's going to really uh, really going to might get there, but they're they're going to struggle with Camden. this. Just in Kev off the uh, the hot wire here, the waiver okay. now the waiver wire. Cedric Ellaby is likely to be back for the second round of the playoffs. Says Cedric Ellaby. So. Ellaby thinks he will be back for the second round, or, or actually for the start. Well, let me see here. He'll be back for the second round. So, Delcy plays Oakcrest in the first round. Uh, so he will most likely be back if they play Timber Creek in the second round. So that's good news for Delcy fans. Did he text you that? No, I got this text from one Christopher Biddle. You don't have to. Re- you don't have to reveal your sources. I mean, there's. Well, Chris Biddle, he's a Sports Illustrator writer. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, he's he's very knowledgeable. I, I've I've read his stuff uh, once or twice. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll, we we're looking at uh, the different the different brackets. If you're just joining us now, we're looking at uh, the uh, different groups, the parochial A, parochial B, the different um, brackets in South Jersey. And I mean, that's that's the one thing that that is so interesting. We talked about this before with the Tournament of Champions. I mean, we have right now in front of us. We have six brackets filled with teams. Sixteen with seats. 16 well, a couple of the pro- couple of the parochials have a buy, so fifteen. Yeah. Um, 
But then you look at, okay, so there's 16 in the, uh, of those four, or there's six of those 16, and then you have Central Jersey is the same exact thing, and then you have North Jersey is the same exact thing. So it's, it's not easy to win a state no. title. You know, it's just not – Yeah, everything has to kind of break your way. No injuries. Kids don't get sick. Um, an upset along the way, someone you don't match up well with. So it's uh, it's definitely tough to win a state title. So these coaches all get knocked. Oh, well, he didn't win a state title. I mean, it, it's not easy. It's not easy to win a state title, especially if you're a Catholic school playing those North Jersey teams, because then it can get a little bit hairy. Uh, it's, you're telling me. So we'll look at now. Uh, we have. Let's let's move on to let's look a little into uh, Group One. If if you want to take a, you know, we'll we'll keep. Looking at some of the matchups, uh, Maple Shade dro- has dropped out. I heard Maple Shade is no longer playing Paulsboro. Oh. That was that was the I, latest news. I did not hear that. Yeah, I'm, our good friend Jeff Belinsky, uh the head coach of Riverside, might might uh, be getting a call to slide into that spot. Who knows if that's that's something that they'd be willing to do? Because I mean, you're, you're trying to get thrown into the you're getting thrown into the Lions then there exactly. a little bit for a 16 seed. Yes, and it's it's just going to be interesting to see how how that goes on. I mean, Woodbury just became the Catholic last night. You have Heights and Townsend. That, 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 that could be an interesting second round matchup, Kev. Paulsboro mm-hmm. Woodbury, two athletic teams. Yes. That I mean, get your neck brace ready for that game because that might be <laughs> up and down the court. That that you know that game could be uh, you know, get up near near 100 points. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of looking over Pittman on their side of the bracket. They're the two seed. Uh, I, I really see Penns Grove. Maybe the only team kind of standing in their way. So if, if everything holds the, to form, we could have Pittman Paulsboro, which would be a nice, uh, nice final. That would be pretty interesting. I think you know there's some teams in there that they could be uh, throw 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 things for a loop. I mean, you you look at a team like Shalik, and Shalik has had an up and down year, but they're well coached and they have a lot of talent on their team. On on their team, they have a good big guy and. Uh, they they get to Salem and then they're playing you know the uh, the matchup that's looking like is Pensgrove <clears throat> Pensgrove Shalik I mean they can give them trouble and then you're possibly looking at a matchup with uh, Pittman and those those teams know each other well so I think that could be a, a sleeper pick if you will for the uh, Group One. Kev is um is Richland New Jersey on a time are they like an hour time delay from from here? I don't Richland see, New Jersey yeah or San Augustine I don't see. Coach Rodeo on the line yet. He's supposed to be checking in. Uh, I don't know if Richland is. Um, is I that think it's. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's actually Central. 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 Yeah, it it makes that that uh, yeah. little. Yeah, the, the when you look at that chart, it just kind of juts in right through there, <laughs> like, with the, the red. Yeah, you know, do we give Coach Rodeo the correct calling number? Uh, I believe so. I think. Uh, yeah, right, I mean, he he's getting ready for a, he's getting ready for a tough. Uh, a tough matchup against St. John Vianney, so he might call in a little bit. That's true. And, uh, you know, hopefully he calls in. Uh, that would be great. Uh, if not, you know, we have, like we told said before, we have a lot of different coaches calling in to get their opinions. And that's that's something interesting that I would like to hear from tonight. How you how you go around preparing your team for that matchup. And I'll let Coach Allen uh, discuss, you know, how, we, how Cherry Hoese kind of prepared and and did these certain things, and you know, what do you say to these players? You, you, especially the seniors. What do you say? You know, this could be, this could be your last practice today. This could be your last practice today. Win here. This could be your last practice. I mean, what do you, it, yeah. it's tough for those seniors to kind of go through and 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 knowing that this is the end. It, you're, it is, you're right it is. at the end. As a coach, I don't think you're necessarily 
putting that in kids' heads, saying this could be your last practice. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. It's understood that this could be the last time you you know you ever practice or put the uniform on. Um, you know, I remember uh, my senior year, we we went you know we played in the state final. We unfortunately we lost, but uh, at that point. You knew it's coming to win it. You know, you're in the state final, so you win or lose. Obviously, you lose, it's over. If you win, you may have a one, maybe two more games left, depending how good you are, tournament champions, that type of thing. But uh, you kind of know it. You kind of know it's coming to an end. But I think you just go out there and practice hard and and, and try to instill, convey to your team, we're going to win. You're, you know, we're going to win the game. Stick to the game plan, and we're going to win. I don't think you want to start putting doubt in the kids' heads. You know, this could be the last practice, and the kids start getting, you know, they're already nervous. He's, Get a little jittery, turn the ball over. So I don't, I don't think coaches really say that. I could be wrong. We'll ask some of them. And it, co- and it comes down to this: um, the players, uh, they're the ones who are out there performing. And I look back at my high school, high school career as a senior. I mean, this is something that's pretty interesting because if you look at your freshman, sophomore, junior, I don't remember my my record. I, I remember my senior. I know exactly what we were. I know exactly how far we got. I know we lost to Bishop Eustis in the uh, South Jersey Championship, and it was it was a tough game. But I know those are the things that stick with me, and the, that's something that these seniors are going to remember. So, you know, as a senior, as a captain, you kind of have to have to have that ability to to kind of transfer that to the younger players because right now they're this is their year, but. It's not their senior year, so they 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 don't understand. In the, in the back fully. of their mind, they always know. Well, listen, we lose. I still have another year. Exactly. So you know the pressure is not quite there. Um, although you know they want to win just as bad as everybody else. Uh, real quick, Kev, let's now we 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 talked a little bit about South A Group Three Group One. Let's get. Did we talk? Yeah, we did Group One. Let's get into a little bit of Group Two. Uh, Hanfield, the one seed. Uh, Willingbo is the defending champ here. Hanfield is most likely going to win their first-round game against Collingswood, the 16th seed. That could set up a very interesting matchup with the 8th seed, Willingboro. Willingboro, Kev, uh, is getting – I believe they got a transfer. Hanfield beat up on them a little bit earlier in the year by 20-plus. But this is a new Willingboro team. Uh, they're a lot bigger, more physical. Uh, I forget the kid's name they got, but that could be that could be a very interesting matchup in this second-round hanfield Willingboro. Um the bottom of the bracket, yeah, middle, the two seed. I don't see real – Tom Farrakhan has had to win in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't see anybody – MedTech, AB, I don't see anybody really standing away. So I expect middle to be in that final, whether it's against Haddonfield or Willingboro. That remains to be seen. Haddonfield has the one seed throughout. They're the one seed home, home throughout. Those kids can light it up at Haddonfield. Yeah, well, they, 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 they issued the ball well there, so that's going to be a tough challenge for anybody to go against Hanfield. Well, Hanfield is, a t- is an interesting gym to play at because it is, it's, it's, it's like you're in ancient Rome. I mean, everyone's on top of you. You're in the, the middle of this. Everyone's up over top of you. It's like Hoosiers. It's like an old, exactly. you know, the old benches. And, uh-huh. um, it is. It's, it's old school, and that's what, that's, I think, what gives it the advantage because you're in that enclosed space. Everyone's on top of you. You're 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 not, there's no fans, anything around you. All you see are, are the walls, and then on top of you are I, I the fans. I believe now, Kev, the kids are calling that, the student section is now calling that the Paul, the Paul Wiedemann Pavilion. 
oh, nice. is now with that's uh, being referred affectionately as. So, uh, all Maybe teams one out day there will change it for real. <laughs> all teams out there will have to go through the Paul Wiedemann Pavilion <laughs> if you uh, want to advance uh, there. But like I said, Henfield Willingboro are going to be a nice second round matchup, uh, assuming both of them advance. And then uh, I saw Henfield play Paulsboro last week. Have uh, Paulsboro number two team in South Jersey. They were expected to win the game. Hanfield gave them all they could handle. If, they turned a little bit of the ball over a little bit at the end of the game, but Hanfield, it was a two, three-point game the whole game. A uh, couple couple dunks at the end of the game, got Paulsboro going. Um, Hanfield pressured very well. Paulsboro didn't handle the press all that great. So uh, I, I see I see Hanfield really making some noise here. Yeah, so that's that's definitely true. Hanfield is, is the uh, supposed team to beat. I mean, I look at Middle Township as a as a team that's that's got a. I don't want to say favorites, but I think they have to be the team. I mean, I think they have to be the team to be because they are. They just took Atlantic City down to the wire, and Atlantic City is a very very good team. I mean, I've seen them play twice this year, and they took Atlantic City down to the wire for the uh, for the cable uh, championship stuff. Yeah. So, I think that's a good team. I think middle, like you said. Tom Frocco. Uh, Tom Frocco has been to so many South Jersey yeah. finals. I mean, he just kind of wills his teams to win. Um, they're they're going to be a tough, like I said, the bottom of that bracket, uh, unfortunately for teams like MedTech and West Dever. You look through these here, you have a lot of Colonial Effort Overbrook. Um, then you have some Cal, some Cal teams in Pleasantville, Middle Township. Uh, like I said, that's going to be an interesting group. Group two is always always kind of a fun group. Group three always kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I feel like uh, in terms of the teams, you know, you always have Camden, but group two is always a fun final. Let's. Uh, what what time we have, uh, Coach Rodeo? Rodeo, 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 Rodeo seven two five. You, you know what though? When uh, I guess when you're all time South Jersey leader, uh, you know you're not. Hey, he'll come on when he feels like it. I guess. See that's yeah that's uh, that's just that's how it goes sometimes. I mean, that, when you when you had had that amount, I think that uh, you kind of kind of do whatever you, you want. You burn the right to do whatever you want. Yeah, you do you do what you want. Uh, so let's uh, do we'll, get, we'll get to your forte, Group Four. Oh boy, here we go. So Group Four, I you have AC. We talked about AC before, the best team in South defending Jersey, group, defending, defending champ champion. and defending state champion. Yes, uh, the very very tough team. Beat us in the South Jersey Championship last year uh, for Cherry Hill East, and you have uh, Tom's River South. They'll go through Southern Williamstown. Williamstown's a good team. I think they can top them. And, and I mean, just look at this list of teams. I mean, Eastern, Eastern Cherokee is not even. A, it's not a great matchup because Cherokee, they're in conference. They play them twice during the year. They know their stuff. It's a team that that. The both teams know each other well, and conference play teams beat them each other all the time. So that's a team that I wouldn't want to play as Cherokee. But Eastern's so talented, so big, so strong, and they're well coached. So I think they they'll prevail. Uh, Tom's River North back in back in that four seed. Uh, Shawnee, Cherry Hill East, Triton, Lenape. I mean, a lot of good, tough teams that are you're going to go through. And this is what we were talking about last week, or how. You probably have four of the top five teams in South Jersey in one bracket who are all just going to defeat themselves and 
move on. So that's you know that's where it gets tough. And when you think about okay, should you do one bracket for Group One, Four through Four, Parochial A, Parochial B, and just make one state championship, or do it do you do it like this? Because when you break it down, you're having the the, the stud teams just knock each other out. Right. Now you're right, Kev. Um, kind of looking through Shawnee. Obviously, they know how to win the playoffs. Uh, Cherhuis. Uh, South Jersey final last year lost to AC right yeah. South, Jersey, South Jersey final last year uh, Lenape coach guitar uh, you know he always musters his, uh, some wins up in the playoffs so group four is always always a tough a tough uh, tough brag, bracket to kind of overcome Washington Township is a 15 seed I think Washington Township has a couple you know they're a huge school have a couple nice wins this year uh-huh. and they're the 15 seed it's unbelievable and that's that's the that there lies the the difficulty of going through Group Four because no matter what your seed is, you're going to play a tough team. Lenape is a good team, and they're playing Washington Township. Same thing, played each other twice already this year, and they're going to have their hands full because Washington Township is a team that can go off on any given night. And you look at Shawnee's first round matchup with Cherry Hill West. Cherry Hill West is another team that's that's very talented. It gets them they're, they're getting some players back from injury. Look, they're, they're a tough team. Look at Cherokee. Cherokee has wins over Paul Six and Lenape this year. Unbelievable. <laughs> so and Paul Six and, and Lenape, two of the top teams in South Jersey this year. So they've they, they've beaten those teams. Uh, so Cherokee is going to be no pushover. I don't no. know much about the Tom's River North and South um, teams. Uh, Williamstown. I heard they have really good little leagues. <laughs> little league teams. <laughs> Um, Tom's River North, more so, right? I see. I, I, I always I can't remember which one it North. is. Is, is it North? North? I believe. Yeah. Any of our little league fans out there <laughs> listening, please tweet us. Uh, Williamstown, the nine seed. They're they're well coached. They play that tough man to man defense. Bill Hunt did a nice job with Williamstown the last few years. Um, he's uh, he's gone since then. Retired, that is. Uh, <laughs> I want to give everybody the wrong idea out there. Bill Hunt retired a couple years ago. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bill Hunt. Um, <laughs> So there you have it, Group Four, and then, like we said, the South, <laughs> Saint, South, Saint Anthony, South, uh, South B, defending champ Gil Saint Bernard. Some of these teams, uh, uh, I'm going through these earlier with uh, with my wife, and we're going through. She goes, I never heard any of these teams. You have teams like Doan Academy, Maris, um, Timothy Christian, Rutgers Preppers, Old Catholic, uh, Rainy, Ranny. I don't even know how to say that. R A N N E Y. They're the fifth seed. The Patrick School's first seed. Uh, they have yeah, a bye. Trying to count, yeah, this is interesting. Trying to count the eight seed. Had a little bit of a down year. They play some, they play good teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. thing's tournament. If you're playing tough teams throughout the year, you may get a lower seed. Yeah. And if you're a higher seed that doesn't have the greatest schedule, you may now have to play a very good team, even though the record doesn't reflect it. They may play top teams in the state. So, so that kind of comes into play, too. So Turner Catholic knows how to win one of the tournament champions a couple of years ago. That could be a dangerous matchup for anybody. Absolutely. Um, so, yes, we, we should be joined again. If you have a, We'll be joined momentarily by Drew Owens, the head coach of Kingsway High School. Kingsway playing Lacey in the first round and then uh, possibly setting up a second-round matchup with Hamilton. And uh, going from there, going through that uh, group three, and we're going to discuss group three, discuss uh, – some of the teams there and discuss, you know, his, his philosophy, his things on coaching with Kingsway and uh, and how he goes about it. If you want to call in again, uh, the number is one three four seven two one five eight one two six. Follow us at the match underscore up zone 
and on Facebook, the Matchup Zone. And again, you are in the Matchup Zone tonight because of Advocare South Jersey Orthopedic Associates. Go see Dr. Wetzler for all your orthopedic needs. So we will be breaking down. Like we said, there's a lot to do tonight. We're going to have a lot of coaches on. Uh, Paul Rodeo might be calling in in a little bit, but right now we still have four four different coaches to, to discuss and hear hear their thought process. And I, I'd like to – I mean, there, there's a lot of good fathers. I mean, you look at Kevin Crawford and his father, Jim Crawford, the head coach of Canon Catholic, and then you look at Paul Wiedemann and don't his Don't give father. too much of that away. That's going to be a trivia question, but I don't, <laughs> don't give too much of that away. Um yeah, like you said, there is some good father-son uh, father-son coaching combo. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Kev. Um, oh, no. But you know, like you said, um, there, there's a lot of good coaching in South Jersey. Um, you, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to go into them all, but there, you guys out there know who the top coaches are, things like that. Uh, getting back to the, the to South Public A, Paul Six is kind of the dark horse, I think, Kev. They have some nice wins this year. Uh, Paul Six is uh, they've won nine in a row. They beat. Eustis, uh, Middle Township, Camden, Lenape. I mean, they really put it on Camden. They beat Camden by over 20 points. Uh, so they're playing well. You want to be playing – some teams, Kev, are pl- play their best basketball in December and January. Other teams play their best basketball in February and March. Obviously, February and March is the key when you want to be playing well. Exactly. The, the February and March – you look at some of these teams who go on these hot streaks during the middle of the season. I mean, what what ends up happening? It, it all becomes null and void because nothing else matters. I mean, you can win, you can stick a conference championship on your banner, and that's great, and that's great, and it looks nice in the gymnasium. However, if you don't have a South Jersey championship and you don't have that state championship after it, what, it's 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 almost embarrassing to have that conference championship and not win the South Jersey championship. So you have to play your best basketball in the playoffs. That's the most important thing. So you're not you're not showing up and and having a, being upset and you lose in your conference championships and there's nothing else to show for that 2013. Yeah, I think and I think coaching comes into play. Like Shawnee and Joe Kessler, they always you know teams come and go, but Shawnee always wins in the playoffs. So exactly. obviously, it's you know Hanfield players come and go. Hanfield wins in the playoffs. So different teams wind up winning. Uh, you know, and I think it has a lot to do with coaching. But like we said earlier, getting to a South Jersey title, getting to a state title, very very difficult. You know, you talk to a lot of coaches. Getting to Rutgers, especially you know for the for the publics, getting the Rutgers is so special for teams and coaches. Um, you know, so that's the main goal. When you when you, when you start the day after, or now it's the Monday after Thanksgiving. I, I think the goal is to get the Rutgers in mid March. And speaking of getting to Rutgers and and getting on through those playoffs, we have with us our first Bob guest. Wenzel's on. <laughs> we have our first guest of the evening, uh, Drew Owens, the head coach of Kingsway High School. Drew, how are you? Good. How you doing? I'm hey, we're doing good. Uh, so, Coach Owens. Uh, Tell the listeners a little bit about the 2013 Kingsway basketball team. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I know earlier in the season uh, I didn't think we'd be sitting on a six-game winning streak to close it out, but we're there now and it's at the right time. Like you guys were talking about playoffs, um, you know, this is the time you want to start to uh, click on things. <clears throat> and I know that the, uh, the success of our football team kind of slowed us down a little bit at the beginning of the season. But it looks like those kids are fully back now, and bodies aren't quite so beat up. Gotcha, gotcha, Coach. Interesting matchup with Lacey in the first round. Um, have, have you had a chance to see them play? If so, what did you see? 
Uh, it looks like they. I saw them play. I watched um, a couple of tapes of them. I would think they're going to play a two-three. It looks like, and it looks like they'll really want to slow the game down. Okay. Uh, you know, I mean, they look like a good team. You know, high school basketball. It's kids, and so much of it's just going to come down to who's ready to play that day and whose shots are falling. But um, you know, they they look like a good team, and I'm curious. You know, we like to get out and go, so right. I'm curious who's going to kind of win that battle of the pace of the game. Now they're also uh, Lacey Kingsway was also a football rematch, right? Correct. Now who went, who wound up winning that? Did, did Kingsway win or Lacey? Yeah, Lacey's we won. Tough. Okay, well, Kingsway. Oh, you better hope the basketball team's not out for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, I say that, and then as soon as I said it, I'm like, I don't know. I I think we won. <laughs> but, uh, hey, you know what? You know what? That's your that Kingsway won. Kingsway, yeah, I like Kingsway it. won a state title last year too in basketball, right? Because Kingsway won. It. Kingsway wins everything. Yeah, you can ask me if we win next year, and I'll say yeah. yeah we <laughs> so, so coach, uh, you you know you set goals at the at the beginning of each season, and uh, do you set goals for your team, and and do you kind of just go at it and see what happens? Do you set those goals and just kind of say, you know what, let's see let's see what happens with it with those? I mean, uh, what are, what were your, some of your goals you guys set set in the beginning of the season? Uh, well, we pretty much keep it pretty simple. With I mean, we don't have like specific. Um, that type goals or anything like that, but we have the goals of, you know, win the conference, win South Jersey, get to Rutgers. That's pretty much how we've broken it down the last uh, four or five years. And, uh, you know, from the coach before me, that was kind of how he always looked at it. And from that, I look at it the same way. And, uh, you know, we've missed the, the first goal, is uh, winning the conference, but, you know, the other goals are still available. C- continue uh, a little nice little segue there with the coach before you. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, Kingsway had a lot of success under George Passanti. Do you feel pressure in terms of con- kind of continuing what he built? Uh, I mean, I don't really necessarily feel pressure. I know that that thought is out there. You know, there's always expectations on, uh, you know, programs. Because like you were just saying, um, right before I got on, you know, certain programs are just there all the time. Right. And you want to continue that. But, I mean, I don't feel like there's any kind of uh, – you know, extreme. I mean, no more than I would put on myself anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. you don't get into coaching. It's so time-consuming. And so you, if you aren't in it to win and win big, you know, you're you're probably not going to, you know, you're not enjoying doing it, and you probably shouldn't be. Right. Right. So, Coach, uh, we talked a little bit about Camden earlier. Uh, they're, they're such a hot team right now. Obviously, they've they've played a, a very tough schedule, and they've they've have a good record. They're the number two seed, and uh, Hamilton, you know, being the one seed. What will it take for Kingsway to to win that South Jersey title this year? Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, again about us. I didn't. Um, I'm not sure I ever expected us to be playing the way we are right now. Um, I thought we could be good, but and you know, it was kind of a matter of time when that happened. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel like we can play with anybody right now. Uh, I haven't seen Camden, and I know they're extremely good. And, you know, don't get me wrong, not a knock on any other team, but I'm glad they're down on the other bracket. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think that uh, our style of play, we get a lot of the uh, in-between stuff. Like, by that, I mean, you know, we get a lot of points in transition. We get a lot of – we keep the other team from getting many offensive rebounds. We make it hard for teams to execute what they want to do with how we defend. And I think that, um, you know, to a certain extent, if you do those things, it doesn't matter who you're playing. You're going to, you know, teams 
teams can't overcome that. You can't just walk in and drop a play that's going to fix that stuff. Right. So I think that, uh, you know, we, we'll be all right. Coach, we put together a little new segment here uh, for, for, the, for the question tonight. Would you mind participating in our rapid-fire question? Uh, we have five rapid-fire questions. If you can, just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yes, yeah, sure. Do, I love rapid-fire questions. Okay. What's the best part about coaching at Kingsway? Uh, the kids are great. Kids are great. What team in your conference do you wish you didn't have to play? Williamstown. Name one player in South Jersey not on Kingsway that you would want for this playoff run this year. Oof. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have no rapid fire answer for that. There's a bunch. Well, you don't have to rapid uh, fire. Just if you, you need, we'll give you at least a second or two to think about it. The, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like some of those kids over at Cherry Hill East, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, well played. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I like the big kid. The the kid from Camden Catholic's tough. Uh, you know, as far as I don't know. I don't know. I guess okay. I, I guess my first. We can go back to my first answer. Where I just get real hooked okay. in with my guys. That's fine. <laughs> Who's the best player you've coached against? I'm oh, sorry. Can you repeat that? Who's the best player you've coached against? Uh, I don't know. I've only been doing this two years. Uh, we need an answer. I could, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, I mean. Going back, I mean, back when I was an assistant coach, uh-huh. the kid from Mendham, like that was okay. the kid from Mendham a couple of years ago. That kid was just—I uh, mean, he was—he wasn't going to show you a million things, but he every—you couldn't really stop him from doing what he did. That's good enough. The kid from Mendham. Mendham. We'll have to look that kid up. Last, uh, fifth and final question: Who's your favorite cousin? Jeff Owens. Jeff Owens, okay. Well, Jeff's listening tonight, so uh, let's. Uh, I'm sure he'll be glad to hear that. Paul and I yeah. are disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. You know, I, it was rapid fire. If I had time to think about it, I would have. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, you notice how he struggled with a couple of rapid fire, but that one came out like. like yeah, that like, was that was that was that was effortless. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I should have said uh, Jeff Owens for the player I wanted on my team. <laughs> so, Drew, uh, we really want to thank you for coming on tonight and uh, talking a little bit about Kingsway basketball, breaking down a little bit about Group 3, and uh, we'd love to have you on again in the future, and, and good luck uh, starting tomorrow with the uh, Lacey. All right, thank you. Good luck, Coach. Thanks, Coach. All right, take it easy. There you have it. Yeah, I Coach mean, Drew Owens. That's that's it's going to be interesting to see how King how Kingsway does in that. And we talked about Group Three. You, you have that Camden. I mean, yep. the obvious favorites. The although they're not the one seed, they're the obvious favorites. Yeah, I mean, it's, know, it's a team that's too, on a run. What's tough too is you heard Coach Owens mention that he saw Lacey play a couple times on video, on, on you know with a tape. And unfortunately, a lot of times that's the only time you can kind of see somebody if you can't get out to a game, watch them on film. And when you're watching teams on film, it's hard to get the get the um, just kind of get the idea how fast the kid really is on on TV, on, on, you know, watching yeah. the, the tape. How tall? It's hard to tell how tall kids are. You don't get the true measure of speed it's almost like if you went to a college basketball game you watch on tv yeah these kids look pretty good look pretty quick then you're sitting in the first second row and you're like man these kids are fast that kid's six nine on tv looks like he's six four so it's hard to kind of get a feel on uh on the on the tape where you know i know a lot of coaches kind of like to see firsthand how tall a kid is how fast kids are 
Exactly. And I mean, you look at some of these, some of the dark horse teams in Group Three as well, and you you have Timber Creek, uh, Dominic Reed, Dominique Reed, who's a six-seven senior coming back from a knee injury. Uh, Is he the transfer from Trenton Catholic, or did I make that up? Uh, you you may have. I may have made it up, or I may be right. You may have made that up. He, because he was someone, there, no, someone, I, think, I believe he was there last year because he's no, a monster. I thought he was a transfer. I, someone please, someone please tweet us, uh, Dominic Reed. Phil Anastasia. Phil Anastasia, if you're out We're there. We're facing Phil Anastasia. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, you have some of these guys, and he coming back from injury, and it's going to be interesting. I mean, six seven coming back from injury. Uh, Dominic Reed, I think, is a, is a tremendous football player as well, and uh, a big body who can who's athletic and, and can do things on the basketball court. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go, and you know, you could be looking. You could sorry, Peter Brady. You could be looking at a at a Timber Creek Camden uh, matchup. <laughs> so that's going to be. Uh, we'll see how it's how it's going, and and Camden Timber Creek at Clarence Turner Gymnasium. What do you think about that? I. I like it. I don't know how much uh, Timber Creek's going to like it. <laughs> hey! Um, but, you know, you look at the four seed, uh, Sterling. They've kind of come on had some high expectations in the beginning of the year. Um, struggled early a little bit, then then hit a nice uh, a, a, nice, a nice smooth road for a while playing well. So they're, they're a team with some nice talent. They have a kid uh, slipping my mind at the uh, uh, Jerry Crisman, about a six, probably 6'2", six, 6'3", six, guard, point guard, nice player. Marcus Taylor. Very strong body. They have some nice athletes. So if Coach Atene can put some things over, um, you know, Coach Atene can put some things together. They can be a force to be reckoned with as well. I mean, Sterling, uh, Delcy, Timmer Creek, and uh, it's 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 definitely a loaded a loaded place, but a loaded division. And you look at a guy like Amir Madrid, uh, who is a senior from from Camden, and. He's going to be one of those big guys that he's going to be hard to stop, especially when it comes to playoff time. He is a big body. He's a tough kid. He knows how to play. And uh, he's going to be tough to tough to stop for Camden. I mean, like we talked about, Camden, we're looking at this now as, yeah. as Camden. There's I mean, look at the, you look at the Camden beat Camden Catholic, St. Augustine, and Eastern, and they lost, you know, they lost to Paulsboro in, the, in a very Nothing close game. Nothing to be ashamed game. of. Up, no. up 15 in that game, by the way. Yeah, and, you know, lost to Paul Six and Shawnee. So you look at some of their losses, and it's not like they're losing to to a team's, you know, the, the lesser teams. They're losing to very tough teams. You, you know, they're not, gonna, they're not dropping games at Seneca or, you know, West Hampton Tech, you know things like that. It's, they're they're losing to good teams. That's is they're battle tested, and I think they're going to be uh, really tough to tough to contend with. Come, yeah, come. I, I kind of jumped the gun there. I kind of I'm, I'm I got so many papers and brackets in front of me. I, I know I started talking about Sterling, who's obviously they're group two. I don't know if I lumped them into group three or not. So um, I'm sure Robertson's still going to do a good job no matter what group they're in. Uh, so I, I may have kind of jumped the gun on that one. But again, Sterling is group two, not group three. Hmm. And uh, oh yeah, okay. I see. I see what you did there. See what I did? I see what you I did. I kind of, I kind of zigged before I zagged. You, z- you did zig before you da- zagged. By the way, uh, we were talking earlier. He is a transfer. I, I, well, I, I was right. So yeah, and I was so uh, Dominic Reed is a transfer. Trenton Catholic, I believe. So it was yeah, Catholic. yeah. So, so uh, oh wait, wait. Are we talking about yeah? Uh, 
Timber Creek. Yep. Yeah, group Timber Creek. Group, I was like, uh, hold, hold the phone here. Group hold three. The phone. Hold the phone. Group three, Timber Creek. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, if, you, if, if anyone wants to call in, if you guys want to share your predictions, three four or one three four seven two one five eight one two six. We'll next be talking with uh, Kevin Crawford, the head coach of Pittman High School, and uh, you know that group that, that it's touched that group two. It's or group, group one. It's it's Pittman small small, small schools small, small schools with but, some pretty good players though. You talk uh, about Pittman with six eight Tim eight. Delaney, yeah. Eric Stafford, really good player. They got the transfer from um, Darno uh, Ford, I believe his name is uh, transfer from St Augustine. Then you look at Paulsboro, they go ten deep. Davenport, Lundy, uh, nice little point guard Keenan Williams. So uh, you know small group small schools, a lot of players. Exactly, and then you you have the. South Jersey, the South Jersey's leading scorer, and uh, you know, Stefano Acoro in there as well for uh, yep. for for Gloucester. Gloucester. Yep. This is a it's a good bracket. I mean, you don't usually find this with Group One, the talent level that's there this year, and that's something we we definitely want to talk to uh, Coach Kevin Crawford about, and uh, you know get his take on playing in in, in a in a Group One when you, you know you look back at the the old days and. If you have talent like that, it's it's not even a question. You're just rolling through group yeah. one, and you think about Pittman, who's a very talented team with yeah. Stafford, with Delaney, and you're not even the favorites because you got Paul oh, yeah. sitting on the other so side. Everybody back from, so yeah. is everybody back from a state title game last year? The, exactly. The problem, too, is, Kevin, when you get up north with these group one teams, they're just little fast, small, quick teams with good guard players. You're talking about Newark Science, who's uh-huh. always good up north, Asbury, um, Asbury Park or you know Asbury, they're always good. A lot of good guards. So um, Paulsboro kind of has struggled in the past uh, with their guard play. If you pressure Paulsboro, they have 41 turnovers against Atlantic City uh, and only lost by 10. By the way, 41 turnovers and lost by 10. So you kind of have to feel a little bit better about yourself. Uh, cut down a, a few of those, cut down a few of those turnovers, and you're right there uh, possibly pulling the game out. Um, but Paulsboro needs to pick up their guard play a little bit. I know teams are going to try to pressure them. Handfield pressured them the other night, and, and, and the, the Persia Twins did a really nice job uh, turning those guys over early. Uh, but like you said, Group Group One is a, is, is a nice little group with some good players. Woodbury, a nice team. Uh, like you said, Lindenwald. I wonder if Tom Palmyra is going to be at that uh, Pittman-Palmyra game. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm sure he will. Well, if he checks in tonight, we'll get uh, – <laughs> We'll get a feel. We'll get a feel from them. Uh, Penn's Grove's a three seed. Kev, who's a nice, a nice team, very athletic. They like to get out and run. Uh, so you're, you're kind of, you might be looking at a Pittman Penn's Grove uh, semifinal. But like I said, th- this one's heading towards Paul, uh, a showdown between Paulsboro and Pittman. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, we talked a little bit before uh, about Shallock too. A, a tough team. They have a lot of talent this year. They're they're a good team. They're well coached. Eric Cassidy, he does a great job over there, and and really developing these young guys and turning them into a turning Shalk into a, you know back into that contender. I mean, Sean Collins started there, started his coaching there, and you know had had a you know a, a talented player that he was able to ride ride. But once that once he left, it it almost became you know back down to uh, you know lower level. Now Eric Cassidy really bringing it. Uh, Bringing bringing it back up and making them a tough team, and like I said, they got Salem and then uh, possibly a matchup with Pensgrove. They win those, and you you got a you got a tough team with some size going in against Pittman. I mean, or Pittman or Gloucester, and it's it's going to be interesting. That's what I'm saying. I mean, here's the problem. I think Pittman might run into. 
you have a you obviously have a big body in Delaney six nine and Pittman has a big kid six eight Davenport is a wide body. I think Delaney can neutralize Davenport, but now all of a sudden you have six six Lundy, uh the kid uh Seeger who uh comes off the bench for them who had a really nice game against Haddonfield. I just at the end of the day I just think Paulsworth has so many horses that it's gonna be tough to slow down. Absolutely. And Salim Little it's gonna. I mean, it's it's tough. You look at Salim Little, who uh, has a stress fracture. He might be missing the entire playoffs. Uh, senior, uh, it's it, it's gonna be interesting. So that group one, you don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, even a Hen Heights, you, you can't sleep on some of these. Hen, Hen, Hen Heights has a nice win over Woodbury this year. Ruby yeah. Camp Catholic last night. And that's it's true. You, Hen Heights, Hen Township's always tough. I mean, we, Hen we talk, Township, you might get that game might be. Uh, 16-12 at the half of the Hatton Township game if they, if they decide to hold the ball like they've done in the past. Yeah, I mean, they slow, it, slow it down. Slow and steady wins the race is uh, what I'm told. Not really. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, like you said earlier, uh, Kev, tonight's show is brought to you by Advocare South Jersey Orthopedic Associates. See Dr. Wexler for all your needs. Call the call in numbers one three four seven two one five eight one two six. Again, one three four seven two one five eight two uh two one five eight one two six. We have Kevin Crawford, head coach of Pittman High School, coming up in about eight minutes. Yeah, and uh we we were discussing group one basketball. I mean we've been discussing breaking down all these matchups and and how difficult and we talked a little bit uh pointed on this earlier about how difficult it is to, to go through. I mean, even for a team like Paulsboro, it's like they I was thinking about this Maple Shade game. So Maple Shade drops out. It's it's another game that you know you don't. It, it, do you look at that as a as a deterrent or is it a, a favorable thing? I mean, I feel like I want to play right away. Like once yeah. you get into those playoffs, it's like let's get these games in because yeah. you don't want to have that buy and then suddenly you're playing Woodbury and Woodbury just came came off a big win versus Wildwood or a Wildwood coming right. off a big win versus right. Woodbury with all that momentum coming in and you haven't done anything. Yeah, I, I think you touched on a little bit. With, with the Paulsburg situation, it's almost like the regular season this year didn't matter. They were supposed to win the state final last yeah. year, and they got beat up a little bit by Asbury in the final. And it's almost like, you know what, this regular season doesn't matter. Uh, it's kind of like with the Patriots, they go um, they go undefeated losing the Super Bowl to the Giants. Well, the next year it's like, well, listen, you can go undefeated again, but the regular season doesn't matter. We have to get it done in the playoffs. And I think that's kind of the, the, what's been uh, – put on Paulsboro's back right now is regular season, they finished, uh, I think they finished with two losses, 24-2. and two. Well, people in Paulsboro, and I'm sure Sean Collins, for, um, you know, especially doesn't care about all those regular season wins, they're going to be defined by what they do in the playoffs. I mean, you're right. It's it, it comes down to that. I mean, we talked about this before. Playoffs, it only matters when you have that state championship, when you have that South Jersey championship on your on on that, yeah, on that on that lovely banner, and I've I've been to gyms, and I you know during the national anthem, that's one of my little uh, yeah. secrets. I always I always kind of just scout scout it out and be like, okay, and that's it's always something something. That's you stuck you in always my go mind. right, you always go right to that bout like that. You, know, I you, do. you might see a lot of conference championships, but you're kind of looking for the South Jersey, exactly, and especially the state titles. Because conference, that's I almost. I almost feel bad if it's a conference championship and I look and there's no South Jersey championship because, like we said before, that's where it matters. Like you can win all those games in the regular season, but it only matters if you get that if you get that that South Jersey championship and then that state championship. So uh, it should it should be interesting to see what happens in Group One this year. Uh, I know 
Uh, we talked to we we've talked to a few coaches in the in this area and uh, talking about Group One and 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 how difficult it is. And I think uh, I, I mean I'm just looking at this. It, it is. It's it's a stacked stacked uh, group. And I think we'll see what happens. I mean, and this is another thing. You have some of these teams beating each other up. Paulsboro Pittman can Paulsboro or Pittman. Could they have won group two? Right. The, the beauty about the playoffs that I love is everybody brings it every because it's one and done. So yeah. you're bringing it that night so your season doesn't end. And, exactly. uh, you know, there, there's going to be nobody laying down. I don't care if a one's playing a 16. You know, is, is a 16 seed going to beat a one? Most likely not. But they're going to get down swinging because they know it's their last, their, you know, their last chance season is going to be ending. So, you know, you always like those 8-9 matchups. They're always a nice matchup. Um, you know, the 11-6 matchups. But typically, your one seeds are going to, you know, win a couple, you know, couple games here and there. Um, but I think, Kev, we have a caller on the line here. Yeah, we got uh, we got Eric Cassidy, the head coach of, Sh- of Shallock High School, How about with that? us. Yes, the uh, the head coach of Shallock High School. We were just talking about Eric. Uh, you know, obviously doing a great job. Eric, how are you tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? Good, Eric. We're doing great. Uh, so, so Eric, we 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 were talking a little bit about you know your your matchups. You have Salem in the first round. And possibly a, a matchup with uh, Pensgrove in the second round. I mean, talk to us a little bit about uh, your team and, and what 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 do you think about the uh, 2013 Shallow basketball team? Um, we keep getting better every day. Um, last year we went to the South Jersey Group One semifinals with four sophomores, and they really grew up quickly. And with basketball, like you said, every game you have to get better. And this year we're doing the same thing. Uh, we went out and got some better quality opponents. Um, that I think is going to help us in the playoffs. Um, first round against Salem, it's going to be tough. They're peaking right now. They're very athletic, well-coached. And then we know about Pensgrove, a well-coached team, if we get past Tuesday. But with my team, hey, there's no secret. We try to give it to the big guy, and he's really improved. Uh, to me, I think he's one of the better players in South Jersey. So we go as he goes, and the kids do a great job of giving him the ball. And also, he does a great job of giving it out to the other players when he does get double-teamed. Gotcha. Coach, t- can you tell us a little bit about Pensgrove? We know they had a really nice year. Uh, can you talk a little bit about their team for those uh, for those listeners who don't know much about Pensgrove? Uh, Coach Carr has got them really, really prepared every game. Um, they're very athletic. Um, I know he's changing up the style of defense a little bit. He's really pressuring man-to-man. Um, they got two really nice players. Um, Ware, who's a guard, he's a very nice player, and Davis. I think Davis is 1,300 points, I think, as for his career. They're okay. very athletic. They attack. Um, they're a great rebounding team, and they're a very tough matchup for anybody. Wow, that's that's impressive. So, talk to us a little bit about your big guy. Obviously, he's uh, a force inside. He he can, you know, like you said, he he goes as we go, and that's that's something that's that, that definitely stood out to me. I mean, tell us about him, and tell us, you know, the expectations you guys have for him. Um, Rashad's really done a great job. I remember him coming in his freshman year. I mean, he was couldn't catch the basketball, was having trouble running up down the court. And as coaching said, we really worked on him. He put in a lot of work. Um, and then this year he's really blossomed. I know the last two games, um, the last game he had a triple-double. He had uh, 38 points. He had 14 rebounds and 13 blocks. And then the game before, wow. he had 42 points and 15 rebounds. So he's really getting better. He's got a great touch around the rim. He can run the floor. He's got great hands, and to his credit, he's getting a lot of Division One looks right now, and he's just a really hard worker and a great kid. 
Coach, what is it going to take for somebody to knock Paulsboro off? Now, we played Paulsboro in the um, in the MLK Classic, and I'm really good friends with Sean. I've known him for years. Yep. They're very tough. The one thing what people don't understand is, is quality players he has on the bench that he can bring oh, in. Oh, they're, they're deep, Coach. They go 10-12 deep. Yeah, I mean, he just he does a great job. I mean, that 1-3-1 one, one, when you see 6-6 six, six up top and then you right. got – Six eight Davenport in the middle with the wings are so athletic. They get at you. And the one thing about Paulsboro is they really have that Paulsboro pride where you come in their building, it's a very tough environment. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we talked about you're, you're probably going to be matching up, uh, having that matchup. With, like, as, if things go well for Shallows, you it looks like Pittman is going to be the team. You Talk to us about, you know, what do you think about Pittman and, and, and their level and, Almost the the matchup of Delaney, you know, it's having to go against another uh, another big guy in com- you know, in the uh, South Jersey. What is it? The, the that would be quarterfinals. That would be, is that the quarterfinals? Yeah, I mean, that would be, that would that would be, be the semifinals, sem- right? Okay, semifinals. Yeah, semifinals. Um, we played Pim earlier in the year. Um, we didn't have a very good first half. Down fifteen, we roared back, took it to overtime, and Pim and uh, got the victory, but. It's a, it was a nice match between Delaney Holloway, my big guy, because it's not too – in South Georgia, it's not too many big guys that are 6'9 that's skilled. And with them two going at it the first game, it was great. And me and Kevin always talk about the battles we've had. And he, either it's either overtime or buzzer beaters with us. So I think we just match up with them with size-wise that a lot of teams can't do. And if we do get to that point on Saturday night, it will be a fun game. Awesome, awesome. Well, Coach, listen. Thanks, thanks so much for calling. Him. We really appreciate the insight. A uh, little, you know, we're talking about Group One. We have another Group One coach calling in. Uh, best of luck through the playoffs, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, you guys can get to see that Paul's uh, another rematch with Paulsboro. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. you. Guys are doing a great job. Thanks, Coach. Thanks. Take it easy. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, and that's the good thing. We you have so. There's so many good coaches out there, and they really know know what they're talking about, and and it makes it so much so much ex- so exciting to kind of hear their different insights, and and what they think going into uh, some of these games. And speaking of good coaches, looks like we have another one on the line looks here. Like from we got Hatton another Hyde. one. We got uh, w- Mike Ritchie from Mike Hatton Ritchie, Looks like yep. he's checking in. Mike Ritchie from Hatfield. Hey. Mike, Hatton uh, Hatton head Hatton. head coach. How are you? Hey guys, how are you? Coach, how are you? How are you? I'm doing great, great. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No oh, no problem. So, coach, you know, you look at you look at the brackets and we've we're talking a lot about group 1 because like we t- said before, it's it's such a such an unbelievable uh such an unbelievable talent level in group 1 this year and 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 as you go through and you look at some of these teams like the Polsboros and the Pittmans, uh, what do you think? What do you tell your players going into this? I mean, you you guys have a good team this year. What do you tell your players going in, knowing that you're the competition they're going to face as they go on? Yeah, well, looking at the brackets, I feel like we're I mean we're on the right side of the bracket if we want to advance. I mean we're we're away from you know some of the bigger teams and better teams. We do have Polsboro on our side, but we feel like we have an opportunity to a good opportunity to get to Saturday night, which would probably be at Paulsboro. And at that point, you know, having been coached down there for eight years and knowing the atmosphere that's going to be down there, we would just take the approach that we have nothing to lose. And we could just go in there and relax and play our game and, and see what happens. Um, they're a great team. They're talented. 
but uh, you know, I like our team. We're young. Um, we have that star player in Brandon Joyner, but we have uh, a lot of talented sophomores uh, that have kind of helped us and come a long way this season. Right, Coach. You mentioned Brandon Joyner. Tell our, tell everybody a little bit about Brandon for those for those people who haven't had the chance to see him yet. Yeah, he's uh, you know he's he's a thousand point scorer. He's been, he did it in two and a half years. I mean, uh, he didn't play varsity his freshman year. Uh, earlier this season during football, he injured his knee. Uh, he's got a tiny tear in his ACL, and he started off the beginning of the season um, just rehabbing. So we were we played the first four games without him, um, but he's worked hard. Um, and he's he's come back and, and had a really nice season. I mean, the kid can do a lot of different things, even though he's probably a half a step slower than he was last year. He can beat you off the dribble. He can make an amazing pass if he needs to to a teammate, and then he can knock down a three if we need that. So we rely on him for a lot of different things um, to help us be successful as a team. Coach, I'm looking at a potential second-round matchup uh with with your team in Haddon Township, a team that you know in the Colonial Conference you know a little bit about. Um, mm-hmm. You know how difficult is it playing a team in the country you know so much about? Yeah, we beat them earlier this season by I think by eleven or twelve points, and uh, we played pretty well in that game. But you know, play, anyone will tell you. I mean, Haddon first of all, Haddon Township's having an outstanding season. Ron right. was doing a great job with that team, but having such familiarity with your with teams in your conference, you know, makes those games, it's, it's not going to be a 10, 12 point game. It'll probably come down to the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, maybe final possession, but playing in that gym um, over there, is, it's going to be difficult for us, but we're, we're looking forward to the challenge. Got you. Got you. Coach, uh, you know, we, we really appreciate you coming on and calling in tonight. Uh, you know, we wanted to wish you the best of luck uh, as you guys start up uh, the, uh, the playoffs. And we'll be looking forward to uh, hearing more about you and talking to you more in the future. Just about you know the the you're 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 doing a great job at Hen Heights and uh, another Camden really Catholic guy. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. That's right, guys. Great. Hey, I really appreciate you guys are doing a great job. It's, uh, it's a Thanks, pleasure Mike. listening to you. Thanks, Thanks, coach. Thanks, Thanks for coming on. Take care. All right. Bye. Well, there you go, Kev. We didn't expect to have uh, Coach Cassidy or uh, Coach Richie on tonight, uh, but everybody's getting wind of the matchup zone. It's um, it's it's uh, it's it's spreading like wildfire. It really is. I, I mean, I think uh, you know. They're, they're, uh, once you talk South Jersey basketball, and this is what Mike, you and I have talked to each other about. Uh, we've people love people are into it. People <laughs> like South Jersey basketball. They sure. like to know because they feel their comfort zone. And they know and they know people, and they get to see these guys up close and uh, firsthand. It's true, and there's there's really not you know nothing else really does this. No one else is able to call in and and, and discuss. You have a lot of forums where you're kind of hiding behind uh, keyboard. A, a keyboard, but this we're is putting a, it out there for them, Kevin. Yeah, we're we're putting it out. You, you know, if you want to trash one of the players, call, call in, in and do it. it. We're, we'll let you trash somebody. Yeah, you'll have to give us your full name and address in order to so do so. Sure yeah, seriously. But uh, with us now, the head coach of of Powerhouse Pittman High School. Uh, Kevin Crawford. Kevin Crawford. Uh, you know, we've talked about, about his their matchup going through and uh, and and playing a team like uh, Paulsboro. But Kevin, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Hi, Kev. Hi, Mike. How you guys doing? Hey, we're Kev. doing great, Kev. Thanks for having me on, Coach. Right off, right off the bat, you guys are the two seed. Paulsboro is the one seed. Um, 
looking at a potential match, you know, if everything holds the form, you guys are going to be playing Paulsboro. I know you really respect Paulsboro and what Coach Collins is doing. Um, you know, what do you think it's going to take to knock them off if you guys do get to them? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I appreciate the question. I, I, I'd be, uh, I don't want to slight anybody at all uh, in Group 1. Kev, there's, a, um, there's about six or 7,000 people listening, so you're not going to slight anybody. No, I hear you, man. And by the way, I I just did want to divulge that I am Camden Legend on the on the uh, on the block on the forums. Uh, so I didn't want to give out that secret. Yeah, but uh, yeah, man, we're looking forward to the playoffs. We got a group, great group of kids that I work with every day. Uh, I teach history down at Pittman and get to coach basketball for two hours every day. It's a lot of fun, and and the playoffs are. Or the time to uh, sink or swim, and um, you know there's a lot of very good basketball programs in Group One um, coming from a Canada Catholic Olympic Conference type uh, setting. Where you know I remember reading the paper as a as a as a young kid, and, and you kind of say, oh, you know, some of these schools, you know, I love to play against those guys because they're, they're not quite as good as the Olympic Conference or the or the schools that Canada Catholic would have played um, in high school. But now that you, you get down there, you realize, boy, they they got some good programs, they got some good coaches, and they got some very good players. Uh, Paulsboro is at the top of that list. But there's always a team in Group 1. You know, Woodbury, over the last couple years, uh, Pittman has done its share, that, that is, is capable of beating anybody, you know, beating any of those Olympic Conference teams or, or those Group 4 schools or, or even the Catholic schools. And, you know, so it should, it should be fun, this playoff situation. Absolutely, and uh, Coach Pittman, you know, small group one school, you guys have the tradition, you've had the Crispins uh, in the 90s, you've had uh, several years of success, successful seasons uh, recently, and now you have uh, Tim Delaney uh, is only a sophomore, so you know you're going to have a few more good years. Are you trying to build that, that same tradition at Pittman that, say, is, has happened at a school that we went to, and, you know, your father coaches at, at Cayman Catholic? Yeah, you know, uh, we we definitely have have tried to use that business model. You know, I think if uh, if you if you went into uh, into the business of owning a pizza shop or or a Fortune 500 company, and and uh, it turned out your dad did the same thing, you'd probably steal a few ideas. So uh, mm-hmm. we we certainly have done that. You know, I being a player there um, took plays that I remember worked very well for me as a player. You know, passing the ball to coach to uh, Mr. Owens right there and. And uh, being, a, being a younger player, well, that was, the, was that the fourth or fifth option, Coach? What was, what was Kevin? Was he the fourth option? You know, Kevin, by the way, I went to grammar school with Kevin St. Rose. I went to high school with him. Um, at, at, when Kevin was a junior in high school, I don't know if I would have passed him the ball if he was wide open. But, but a, <laughs> a, a couple like of years deep. later, you know, he, he spilled into his body and got so good, I, I was begging him to be on my men's league teams and things like that, man. <laughs> but, instead you, but instead you picked up Joe Christman. Thanks for that, Coach. <laughs> coach, um, you know, speaking of, speaking of kind of you know, Canada Catholic, how important is the, how important is it to you to kind of branch out and do things on your own and not always being associated with your dad? You know, um, who obviously is a very successful coach at Canada Catholic. Uh, not not that important. I mean, you know, I, we're, it's an honor for me to to be compared to Canada Catholic. I think, and, and we try to do what they do. Uh, you know, even from the things like you know, what summer league do you get in? Um, you know, and, and we kind of join that same summer league thing for for spring league, for a fall league. You know, same type of offense and defensive sets. We call a lot of our plays the same exact thing. Um, you know, but at the same time, I'm my own person, and uh, you know, I've I've experienced uh, not just 
uh, Canada Catholic basketball, but I also was coached for a very great uh, player, you know, for a very great uh, coach in Tim Lenahan at St. Rose. So I, I think I got a lot of his skill work um, and, and all the things that he did to developing players and, and kind of added that towards the repertoire. Played at, you know, uh, at Rowan University, picked up a few things there. Um, played, uh, you know, coached under Bill Hiltner at Sterling High School. So I won over 500 games. And, and uh, you know, you, you always pick up things from, from people. And, you know, working camps. You know, I remember working camps, the, the, the at-the-top uh, Tim Lenningham basketball camp, working with guys like Chuck Guitar and, and Coach Owens over there. And, uh, you know, Mr. Lang used to work with us. And, and you, know, the, you know, you're rubbing elbows with guys like that. You, you'd be foolish not to pick something up from them. And, um, you know, it, I don't think anything in basketball is, is is that much of an original thought. You're always borrowing something. You're always, right. you know, we 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 were uh, we prepared to play Shawnee this year. We I saw them play four or five times. But they run this great play for uh, for one of their bigs, and, and you know we kind of stole the play and put it in. We we even call it Shawnee, you know, and, and it works very well. And, and that's kind of like you know what you do, right. So, so coach, you, you know, you obviously had a great high school career, over a thousand points, five hundred assists. Uh, I think we've we've made, all made it clear. Uh, I picked you pretty high in the fantasy uh, South Jersey fantasy draft because you know that, that's, that's, that's what a, that's a mistake, Jeff. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, that's you went right after Matty Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, it's well documented. Coaches like, I mean. You have coaches uh, like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird had a hard time with players not being able to do what they, you know, they did. Did you get frustrating if you see something on the court that a player may not see? Because because of where you played and how you played and and when you watch something and you're the player in you, is it frustrating when you, you see something and you're they're not doing it on the court and you're something that you see? Uh, you do, um, you know, particularly sometimes I watch like uh, – you know, our JV basketball team played against Williamstown, and, and they can't get the ball up past half court. You know what I'm saying? Christmas, man. I, it, it's not that hard to dribble it from the foul line to the other foul line to get yourself into an offense. But for some kids, you know, in, in that situation, you know, you, you're a little overwhelmed by their athleticism, and, you, and you're looking for development, you know. And, uh, you know, and I think that's maybe the teacher of me that, you know, uh, whatever kid you kid you get, whatever person you get, you, if, if they can, uh, you know, barely add two and two, well, then by the end of the uh, year working with them, you, you want to try to get them to have some base, uh, you know, ideas and, and uh, concepts and things like that. And the same thing in the basketball court. If, if they can't, you know, they can't shoot with their left hand, well, then you got to work on their left hand with them. And, you know, and for the uh, the top-notch players that we had, you, you know, you want to work on, like, uh, like listen, you're going to be have to do this stuff to the next level. You know, the Luke Dixons and Dylan Colgates and Tim Delaney's and Eric Staffords and Darnell Foreman's, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, Coach, we talked about a little bit about you know your success and stuff. No, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about Pittman. How far do you think Pittman can go this year in, the, in these playoffs? Yeah, I was kind of saying uh, I think I think very highly of the field of Group One. I know you just had on there Coach Cassidy and Coach Ritchie. They're very very good basketball coaches, and uh, you know there, there's a lot of good coaches down there. You know Sean Collins does a great job with the Spaulding team. Uh, Kenny Avan, I just watched them upset Camden Catholic last night. Kenny does a great job. Kenny, by the way, is a great player too, man. We, we played pick up all of them up on uh, Wednesday nights. I know he played Division One basketball at, like UNC Asheville or something. Man, he's a, he's a super guy and he's a heck of a player too. And he, he runs a great program down there at Woodbury and uh, Kemp Carr at, at, at Pensgrove. Um, you know all that kind of stuff. But you know all the Group One teams 
um, are all shooting for balls now this particular year. You know, so uh, I, I said to uh, one of the local newspapers, I said, you know, I'm, I'm really a fan of them. They're, they're, they're fun to watch. They get up and down the floor. They fly all over the place. They dunk the ball 10, 15 times a game. They're, they're exciting. And, you know, from a legacy standpoint, I feel like they really deserve a state championship. I, I am still as shocked as anybody that they lost to Asbury Park last year. They, I thought they were a 25-point uh, favorite in that game, and uh, I don't know what happened in that particular ball game. But, but that's that's uh, that's high school sports. You know, you never know what's going to happen. It's, it's a 32-minute opportunity for you, and you can always knock somebody off, you know. And me being a fan of Paulsboro doesn't mean that we're not certainly not going to come up and uh, and play very hard and give them everything that they have. Gotcha, gotcha, Kev. Um, you know we're talking to Kevin Crawford, head coach of Pittman High School. Uh, Kevin already with 114 career wins, uh, averaging over 23, just about 23 wins a year in his five years. Uh, a lot, a lot of success there. Coach, uh, do you mind doing a quick rapid fire segment with us? We have about five questions. So just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Certainly. You okay with that? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Who's the best high school player you've coached against? Coached against? Um, I'll go with Xavier Lundy. Xavier Lundy, okay. Paulsboro. Who's the best high school player that you've played against in high school? Uh, I'm going to go with Nate Allen. Hmm. Nate Allen. Okay. Nate, uh, well, Nate, Nate Johnson. Nate Johnson, Jesus, yeah. Nate Johnson. yeah. I was thinking Malik Allen, Nate, Nate Johnson. That's a heck of a player. You combine those two, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> they were both the same year. They were a year above me, but I remember playing against yep, those Nate games Johnson. Team, Great player. Yeah. Name, Name one player, player other than Tim Delaney that is the key to this playoff run. Eric Stafford. Eric Stafford. What's, What's your, your most memorable win as a coach? I, I uh... I don't know the one particular game. Uh, you know, maybe Lenape a few years ago. We, yep. uh, we <laughs> you got you guys. You got you guys. You guys by like twenty four, right, or twenty five? One game. Uh, Chucky had revenge uh, last last Saturday. I'll tell you that. So, I don't want to talk about it too much. We'll probably play him again in the future. As uh, Chucky, the unbelievable coach. Chucky was one of those guys who, uh, growing up, going to St. Rose, he also went to St. Rose and. Uh, was a guy who, you know, when you were a kid, you wanted to play on with the older guys, and he was nice enough to let me play with the older guys and, and kind of as a mentor. And so, you know, when you get into coaching, you, you, it's really a fraternity of guys. They're really, really nice people. You know, the Paul Wiedemans and, and Chuck Guitars and, and people like that. They'll give you game tape. They'll tell you scouting reports. They'll tell you what they do. That they're they're really really helpful in in the, the whole process. Gotcha, gotcha, Kev. Uh, last rapid fire question. I keep saying gotcha, gotcha, and all of a sudden, I know my daughter just started saying that. My daughter's two years old, and all of a sudden she's going, You say something, she goes, Gotcha, gotcha. So now I kind of picked it up. The t shirts are being printed as we speak. So, Coach, last question Who's the best coach in South Jersey? Jim Crawford. All right, I was, I was, I was, I was going to see where you were going with that one. Um, Coach, listen, thanks a lot for calling in. Best of luck the rest of the way. We hope you do get that uh, matchup with Paulsboro. And, uh, you know, if you guys can knock them off, you'll kind of be the uh, the Got to get through Palmyra first, but appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, Palmyra's in the field? I, I'm sorry, I didn't even have Palmyra written in. I thought you guys had a bye. <laughs> Come on, Joe McColgan, man. He'll have him ready. I'm joking, Joe McColgan. I get another Camden Catholic guy, Joe McColgan. Um, he'll, he will have him ready. But, Coach, listen, we appreciate it. You, you should do an episode of ranking the coaches, uh, you know, like no. the fantasy draft. 
No. Coach, we the, the, the I mentioned reason, I mentioned Coach Wiedemann so much in this program. People think sometimes he's just like slipping me things to say. <laughs> we, yeah, we got well, much, he's, we, listen, he's he's right up there, man. He's as good as it gets. I know. We had. I think I'm owing two against. See, he took my lunch money twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Coach, we really appreciate you coming on tonight and uh, discussing and having uh, you know talking about a little bit about your the group one and in general and and you know, some of the things you've said, and we really appreciate it, and we'd love to have you back on in the future, and uh, we just wanted to wish you the best of luck as you guys start your playoff run this week. Anytime, guys. you got four new listeners here with Kevin, Kevin, my, my son, Sean, and uh, my son, Sharon, <laughs> and my wife, Layla, are, 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 are uh, four new listeners to your base. All That's right. Great. That uh, gets us up to nine. Thanks a lot, Coach. Did you hear that, <laughs> advertisers? <laughs> Kevin, Coach, Mike, thanks take care. Right, thanks, Kev. Thanks. See you, Kev. So yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we're we're drumming up business left and right. I think. And uh, I, I, honestly, look, we we swear these. Um, <laughs> we did not tell Coach Richie and Coach Cassie to call in. Uh, yeah. But I guess uh, they heard the Coach Rodeo. I guess is uh, busy and rich <laughs> at the. Uh, he might be at the Univista Country Club getting a quick nine in uh, nighttime <laughs> golf. Uh, right down the street there, but um. Well, r- real quick, Coach uh, or Kev, Coach. We have so many coaches calling. I'm calling oh, you. Oh my coach. gosh, my. Um, But next up, we're going to go to the Group 2. So we broke down Group 1 a little bit there with some coaches. Group 2 is up next. Hanfield's obviously the one seed. And, Kev, I believe Coach Wiedemann is on the line. We do have Coach Paul Wiedemann. Coach, how are you tonight? Hey, guys. How are you? We're doing doing great. So, uh, Coach. Before before we get started, I'll answer two questions I'm prepared for that. And they're going to ask. (laughs) Okay. AU basketball is a necessary evil. (laughs) <laughs> with, and if, with Tom, if Tom from Palmyra falls, the only guy who can run the pistol offense is Pete Maravich because he was the pistol. So. <laughs> All right, so those two we, questions we, right away. At least we know Coach has been listening. Thanks, Coach. We're up to ten callers. <laughs> well, when you, when you mention my name, hundred, I, I, I guess I'm very calm <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> so, Coach, you know you're averaging about 23 wins a year in your first 14 years. Uh, three state titles, five South Jersey championships, numerous conference titles. I mean, what's left to accomplish with the, with a stat sheet like that? Retire already, coach. <laughs> what, did, you, what, did you give him all that, Mike? You got that from? I gave that gave that stuff to you, right? So you, you got, got well, you the, no, all that. I in. mean, yeah. I mean, you didn't even when he gave it to me. He didn't even mention the number. He just said, "Just throw numerous in there. That's good enough." <laughs> no, I'm coaching. I'm, I'm joking. Coach, we didn't. Been I did this research on my own. Well, or actually, I didn't do it. Our interns did it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think we don't I, do I, I might like know some of his interns. All right, well, uh, what's left uh, about that? The uh, Tom Brady's from the uh, the Patriots mentioned something like this. They said you've won three Super Bowls, you've won numerous MVPs. What was your favorite Super Bowl? And he said the next one. Right. So that's what I feel like. It's always the next uh, challenge. You always have a new group of guys, and uh, it's you're always being judged by the next thing you do. So you, you can't look in the past. So. Um, I just enjoy coaching at Haddonfield, the type of kids we get. So I, uh, it's a fun time of year, and it's, uh, you, you can't uh, – I, I just really appreciate being on a coach at Haddonfield, and I, and I like uh, – like uh, like I said, this this time of year is a fun time of year. So I thought he was going to say get I really old. appreciate – I thought he was going to say I really appreciate coming on your program. Uh, that's <laughs> out of his mouth, though. Um, <laughs> Not so, many people do. <laughs> coach, you're quickly becoming recognized as one of the best coaches in South Jersey. What does that mean to you? Coach Wiedemann? Yes. I'm Did back. You just, you're back. Okay. Um, uh, the question was, uh, you're quickly becoming recognized as one of the best coaches in South Jersey. What does that mean to you? Uh, it, it just, uh, I don't know. It just 
there's, there's a lot of great coaches out there. I just I just put uh, preparation in as much as I can, and uh, like I said, I've, I've had very good players over the years, and it makes you look better as a coach. But uh, I appreciate the sentiment, whoever gave that to you. Uh, I, I came up I with that really... on my own. I came up with that on my own, coach. Um, but uh, you know, like you, you kind of coach a little more like a college coach. I mean, you guys mm-hmm. have incredible handoffs. You run a lot of um, flare screens, things like that. I mean, do, do you go to a lot of – I mean, I obviously know these questions, know the answers because I, I, I coach with you. But just for listeners, do you go to a lot of college practices and, and, and kind of get some stuff from them? I, uh, I, I used to do a lot of uh, – when I didn't have three kids, uh, and I would go to a lot of these uh, clinics, uh, pick uh, coaches' minds. Uh, I obviously had uh, some nice background growing up. My father uh, obviously was a coach for – 20-some years in South Jersey. Um, I was able to uh, uh, have Coach Giannini at Rowan University to play under, play under him, and now he's at LaSalle with great success. So I've not only gone to coaches' clinics, but obviously I get to uh, have my father at home to kind of talk to him and bounce ideas off of But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much a junkie. I mean, Internet stuff, like Kevin Crawford said, no one really has an original idea. You just try to take right. take things from, from good people, and I've been fortunate to be around a lot of good yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, I guess – Against a one-three-one, there's only so much. You, I mean, you're not going to come up with anything new, I guess. Like you're kind of just—it's basketball. Well, what do you mean trying to attack a one-three-one? Yeah, like trying to attack a one-three-one. Well, we put in five new plays for the Fallsboro game, yeah, the, uh, the, the day before. So we, uh, I, mean, I always try to mix something up as much as possible. So we, uh, I, always I try three. to look up things. I try to scout. Well, I look at Fallsboro tapes too much, and. Uh, but uh, you, you try to come up with things early on in the season to say, you know what, maybe we'll use this against Paulsburg at the end of the season. And I'm still putting even more stuff in the next the day before. So maybe I, I do too much, maybe. I mean, Coach, we, we just talked about your father, uh, your dad, Dave, the longtime coach of Hanfield, accumulating uh, close to 500 wins. Uh, you know, it's always been a solid program. What does it mean to you to, like, following your dad's footsteps? Like, uh, how does that feel to, to follow in the footsteps of, of uh, your dad, who is such a legendary coach? Well, I'm just fortunate to have him as a coach, as someone uh, that really started the program at Haddonfield in the 70s. They were more of a, uh, a wrestling and football uh, program before he took over in the early 70s. And obviously in the 70s and 80s and the early 90s, uh, he's the one that, that built that pavilion, not me. I don't know what Mike's talking about, Paul's pavilion. Paul Williams is in. So I'm just glad to carry on, carry on that tradition. Keep him. Hopefully, he's proud of me. Coach, uh, your team's the number one seed in Group Two. Yet, Willingboro kind of getting healthy and getting transfers, and Middle Township with, with kind of Coach Tom Frocco. Do you guys, especially Willingboro, do you guys almost feel like an underdog now? Uh, as an underdog, um, you kind of get that sense a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the inquiry came out with their predictions. They middle township yep. winning group two. Uh, yep. People are looking forward to if we do get by. And I don't want to slight anybody, right. Collingswood, yep. or I don't want to slight Pemberton. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're kind of looking as Willingboro as a team now that they have these uh, two nice players plus a uh, good bunch of uh, support players as well. That uh, that'd be a nice matchup. But um, I don't know. It's it's uh, we've had a consistent year, twenty three and three, and uh, I think that says something. Uh, mm-hmm. That consistency and having home court, hopefully that uh, that will help us get through. Uh, some of these tough matchups. Yeah, I was saying earlier how with Hanfield having the home court, your kids really shoot the ball well at home. I mm-hmm. mean, I mean, how important is it to you guys? I mean, especially you don't want to go down to Middle Township, take an hour and a half ride to Cape May Courthouse. So, how important is it really to get that number one seed? Well, let's see. I played Middle Township three times at home, and I'm zero and three. 
so I don't know how much home advantage you've been over the years. You've got to try to get him Washington, get him at Washington Township again. There you go. I'll hold on for a one-point win. But, uh, yeah, we, we don't – I mean, you know how our teams play. We don't always have the most athletic teams, so we run a lot of schemes. And, um, obviously, we we do we do try to get outside shots. And, uh, like you said, sometimes it goes in, sometimes it doesn't. But at home, hopefully we do shoot well. But uh, I don't know. Uh, the home court is uh, – now the new the new playoff structure. We've never had the one seed and then trying to get the home court throughout. It's always been that neutral site at the end. But uh, right. like you said, when the walls kind of you see those walls kind of closing in at our home court, it hopefully mm-hmm. gives us some type of advantage. All right, coach. There's the moment we've been waiting for. The five rapid fire questions. Please rapid say the first fire, thing huh? that comes to your mind. Best win in school history. Or since for myself? I, I, I shouldn't say in school history. It's best win for you as a coach. Uh, now that's interesting because. Obviously, the state titles mean a lot, but uh, maybe beating uh, St. Anthony's in the Charlie's Invitational and, and, back and in 2006. Say, yeah, interesting you said I was talking to Coach Crawford, too, when they beat St. Anthony's at Charlie's, and he said after the game that was the biggest win in school history after coming off a state title game. So, you know, you're not alone there. Uh, tough. I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Toughest loss in your career? Toughest loss in my career? Well, as a coach. Wow. Yeah, I know. Uh I'm going to say, I don't know if you're there. I think uh, 2000, gosh, 2000. Seven? About seven? Uh, well, was, yeah, was it still against, uh, we, we had a 14-point point lead in the state finals against Chatham. Yeah. That was so that was And so then uh, Dennis Tobolesky, our oh. point guard, who I think is one of the most underrated players I've ever coached, toughest, probably my toughest kid I've ever coached. He throws up at halftime, can't play the second half, and uh, we go on to lose by just five points. Yeah, but, uh, that, that's kind of that's kind of what I thought you were going to say. Um, well, I, uh, I've had some others, but yeah, I guess you can say that's that's right up there. Right. Okay. Next question: Best player other than Brian Zubek that you've coached? And I've co- best player that I've coached. Uh, let's say, um, boy, I hope that I'll uh Pat Batley. Pat uh, Pat is a he is a very big fan of the show. Good choice there with Pat. Yeah. Pat listens often. Always texts and tweets. Uh, nice job there, Coach. You, you are young, you know so many accomplishments. You're still a young guy. Do you have aspirations to coach college? None, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. My, uh, my uh, one of my best friends, you know Doug Stewart. He's an assistant coach over at Oregon State. He is on the road nonstop. That is a rat race. I do not. Uh, I want to see my three kids grow up, so I don't. Gotcha. I don't ever want to go in that endeavor. Last one. Who's the best assistant coach you've ever had? Best assistant coach I've ever had, besides Rich Epstein. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go with. Uh, I gotta go with Pat Harvey, Mike. I know it's all right. No, hey, hey. We like fourteen years of me. No, we like honesty on the show. Just don't expect to be back, be back on. Coach, last thing real quick before we let you go. We have a little trivia question for you. What father-son coaching tandem has the most career wins? Bob Hurley and Dan Hurley. St. Benedict's and St. Anthony's combined. How about that? You're not going to get the Crawfords on me. I meant to say South Jersey. See that? He's always thinking ahead. That's, that's what a good that, coach does. That's what a coach does. He thinks. That's what a coach does. He thinks. Coach. I knew Cannon Catholic guys all stick together, so I knew that was, I had a feeling that might be coming. <laughs> I that might be coming. Did, did Rachel dime me out on that one, too? I just made that up today. How'd she get a hold of that one? <laughs> There's texting. No, I don't know. We had practice this morning, so. Uh, oh, that's true. Gone. 
son of a gun. We really have to. We really have to limit our yeah, limit our interactions. Well, Coach Wiedemann, we really really appreciate you coming on tonight and uh, discussing South Jersey and uh, you know the Group Two matchups. And we just want to wish you the best of luck going into the playoffs. And uh, you know, we're looking forward to, to watching Haddonfield uh, with that number one seed. And thanks for uh, having coming on tonight. I appreciate it, guys. You guys do a great job, and like you said, it's expanding, and a lot of people out there know about the matchup zone. Thanks, Thanks. Coach. Take care, guys. See you, Coach. I expect it. Yep. See you. Bye. All right, there you have it, Coach Paul. Very successful, Coach Anvil. Kev, our phone lines right now are blowing up, so we're going to – let's take some of these calls, I guess, and try to blow through them because we still want to get Coach Dave Allen on. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think – from from what I hear, we actually my we, computer's on fire. My computer, there's actually smoke coming out of it right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how going on with your. Uh, yeah, my uh, I'm, the I'm studio is getting it's getting smoky down. It, it is getting smoky down here. Uh, again, uh, host all your uh, all your private parties down here. We it's a it's a great place. Uh, the studio we run it out for kids parties. It's uh, terrific. We have castles. castles we have the whole we have, nine uh, yards. We'll provide the uh, chips and, and chips pizza. And salsa. We have a mega touch. Uh, yeah, we do. TVs, whatever you need down here. Plenty of running room. Room. Exactly, it's, Xbox Live. You know, we'll, we'll we'll make it work again. So, uh, with us now, apparently we have Joe Kessler on the line. <laughs> we have uh, coach, we have coach Joe Kessler on the line uh, from Shawnee. Obviously, an unbelievable coach has has done so much with his career, and uh, at a program like Shawnee, and it's it's great to have uh, coach Coach Kessler on the line with us. Uh, coach, how are you tonight? Good. How you doing? We're doing well. We're doing well. And uh, coach, you know. With the Olympic Conference uh, being so brutally tough this year, how has it uh, helped you guys for the playoff run? Uh, it, it's been great because every game you're playing, you're always in a battle. Um, you know, it seems like every night you have to be ready to play, you have to prepare, and, um, you know, there's there's no easy games, that's for sure. Uh, definitely. Good. Coach, I'm going to ask you a question. I just asked Coach Wiedemann. I mean, your your accomplishments, obviously, I mean, tournament champion victories and five state titles and ten South Jersey. I mean, I don't know if I'm getting the numbers. I'm close. Ten South Jersey titles. You know, mm-hmm. what what's kind of left to accomplish for for you? I, I know, I know, Coach. We said you know you're always getting ready, for, kind of for the next year. But I mean, do, do you do you kind of look at those numbers and go, man, I've, I've accumulated a lot? Or do you do you just want to keep on going and keep kind of driving it home? Well, that's just it. You do keep on going. You know, we're very proud of our accomplishments at Shawnee and everything that we've done. But every year you have a new group of kids, and you want to try to, you know, do as well, if not better, than the year before. And, you know, it's a new, it's, it's new faces, new kids that are eager and hungry. And, uh, you know, the style that we play and everything that we've accomplished, they want to be part of it. And, you know, they feel like now it's their turn. Let's, do, let's see if we can do the same thing and, and have the – you know, success that the teams in the past have had. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about the group four, the teams, AC, Lenape, Eastern, Cherry Hill East. I mean, I mean, teams that you guys have developed uh, these, these rivalries with, uh, what is it going to take for the, for this year's team to, uh, you know, get to that South Jersey championship uh, that you guys have been to in the past? Well, you're right. The teams that you just mentioned are, you know, the, the favorites. I mean, there's, I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite, even though Atlantic City's number one in South Jersey, and they probably are the favorite right now. But, um, you know, you have Shawnee and Lenape and Eastern and East and West and all these other teams that, um, that have a shot. You know, you, you just have to be ready. You know, in high school you need to win four games 
to win a South Jersey championship, and um, you have to be ready. You know, you can't just look look ahead to the to the next you know to the previous game. You got to you got to look at the games that you're playing. Like we play Cherry Hill West tomorrow. Uh, we've played them twice already, and the, they're in our division. You know, it's hard to beat a, a team three times, and I'm sure they're going to bring their best game tomorrow. And uh, you know, hopefully, we can get through that, and then um, East. Has, looks like they're the favorite tomorrow. So, if we can get by West, then we'll play East again. And, and they're a tough team. We played them once, and that was a four-point game. So, and then you have Lenape, who that was a, a buzzer-beater game. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, as long as Lenape wins, so it's it's going to be a tough road for any team. I think South Jersey fans are looking, kind of looking ahead and hoping for that uh, Lenape uh, Lenape Shawnee rematch. Where um, I guess Dave Allen really might not be looking for that, but. Um, some others may be. Coach, real quick, do you mind doing a quick rapid-fire question segment with us? Would you just say the first thing that comes to your mind? Sure. Who's the best player you've coached against high school? Uh, Vince Carter. <laughs> Vince Carter, there you go. You don't get too many South Jersey high school uh, coaches saying they've, they've coached against Vince Carter. Was that at the Beach Ball Classic? Yes, it was. It was uh, 1995. Uh, he was he played for Mainland High School in Florida, and, in fact, that was his only loss, his his junior and senior year combined. And uh, we beat them in the first round of the uh, Beach Ball Classic and um, went on to win the, the Beach Ball Classic that year. Gotcha. Next question. What's the best win in school history? The best win in school history was probably in 91 when we beat Atlantic City when they were number three in the state. And we were just – that was the beginning of our That program. was the beginning that, of the Shawnee run. It was. And uh, to beat them on their home floor – uh, in Atlantic City, in in overtime was was probably the the game that put Shawnee on the map. Gotcha. Now I have a feeling I may know the answer to this next question, but I'm going to answer it anyway. What's the toughest loss in your career? Uh, the toughest loss was in '95 when we were 30 and 0 playing St. Anthony's. Um, they were number one in the country, and um, you know we we probably should have won that game and our best player Brian Earl at the time was a senior uh he we ended up losing to them by three points and he played a total of eight minutes so um wow. I didn't think that was uh you know we didn't have our best it seemed uh-huh. like Brian was in foul trouble pretty much the whole game um fouls that I particularly didn't think were were, were <laughs> the right calls at the time but uh you know that was probably our toughest loss last question coach um now, there's been a lot of great players in Shawnee since you started coaching. Who, who's the best player? Probably Danny Earl was uh-huh. probably the best play, mm-hmm. all-around player mm-hmm. we have. I think Kirk Luckman uh, was probably the best big man that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, he went on to play at Florida State and then went overseas. But, I mean, and, and yeah, Brian Earl and Malik Allen. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been very fortunate to have some great players play at our school. And, uh, you know, they're probably the top four that, that, that I've coached and. There's been others that are up there, too. Um, J.R. Gillen, who's one of my assistant coaches right now. Uh, Corey Green had a great game in that Atlantic City game that we talked about, one of our best wins. And, uh, you know, I can name a a bunch of players, but, uh, you know, I've been very lucky to have the players that I've had. Coach, we uh, we just wanted to say say thank you so much for coming on tonight and uh, taking the time to uh, to allow us to ask you some of these questions and, and to learn a little bit more about Group 4 and the playoffs and uh, Shawnee basketball. We really appreciate it. Oh, thanks. It's great great to be on. Thanks for having me. Well, coach, thank you, Coach, luck. and thanks. best of luck this, this week. All right, thank you. All right, Thank bye-bye. you.
All so, right. I mean, that was Joe, Coach Joe Kessler, and, uh, you know, we're, we're – I mean, we're who's next? I mean, is Hurley, is Hurley on the line yet? Get Hurley on here. Where's the, where's Coach Allen? Can we get Hurley on? Get him on. Come on. What's going on over there in Cherry Hill? Uh, Greg Popovich, you are on the Masters Zone. <laughs> uh, we actually have with us uh, the the uh, head coach of Cherry Hill West High School, uh, Hamisi, uh, Hamisi Tehran, who's, who's done a great job with Cherry Hill West, uh, a program that is, is just is just on the rise. They they beat us last week. It's just a good program, and he's doing a great job. Coach, uh, coach, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? We're coach, good. Uh, we just wanted to say thank you for calling in. Uh, so, Coach, you know, we talked about some of the matchups. We just had Coach Kessler on. You guys uh, mm-hmm. match up with them in the first round. What do you – looking into them – how do you how do you attack a team like uh, tackle a team like Shawnee? I mean, what what is the mindset you guys almost have to have going into a game against a, a, a team with you know that much history? Um, you know the good thing about kids is they don't, they don't know the history. <laughs> right. You know they kind of forget, they kind of forget it. You know they're sitting there looking at a team of you know just regular kids. I'm sitting there looking at Joe Kessler with you know all the championships and this that and the other. And for me, it probably is a little more intimidating than for them. They're, you know, they they always have a feeling like they can win the game. Right. Um, that's something we just talk about is how we're going to win. So. Coach, what would it mean to your program? I mean, you just heard Coach Kessler say kind of the win against Atlantic City in 91 kind mm-hmm. of launched their career, well, his career in the kind of the, the, the Shawnee program. I mean, that's kind of the same thing. You know, if you guys can pull off a win against Shawnee, I mean, that's something that could really – just turn the program around. What would a win like that mean to your program? You know, more more than a program for school. You know, Wes, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, has been on the on the good side of a lot of wins and big victories. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, our school is tremendous. You know, we haven't won a yep. playoff game in 25 years since 1988. So, if we win, it, it I think it's more than our program. It'll be tremendous for our school. Absolutely, and uh, you know, with coach, we talked with Coach Kessler. Uh, the, the Olympic Conference. I mean, we talked a, a little bit about that. The teams in it, and especially you guys with your division. You, you know, you have the, the Shawnee and you have Timber Creek. Uh, it's so brutally tough this year. How has it helped you guys for the playoff run? Um, well, you're battle tested. You know, if you mm-hmm. not even just are in our division, but in Olympic Conference, you have to play. We play everyone except for Eastern this year. Um, so. You know, then we play East twice. So for us, we we've had challenges. We've um, we we even went even further, getting more challenges. We had Haddonfield on our schedule. We had a prep school life center on our schedule. So I, I think we're battle tested. Um, but at the same time, you know, in the win loss column with those tough games and those those tough out of conference games. Um, your schedule, that can kind of affect your confidence a little bit with your record. Coach, what did it mean for your kids to knock off Cherry Hill, West, or Cherry Hill East last week at the Invitational Crosstown Rival? I mean, that could be something to kind of propel you guys into the playoffs too as well, right? Oh, no, it, it was. I think as a confidence builder, mm-hmm. especially because we haven't um, had a lot of success in the past years and our seniors have never beaten Cherry Hill East. Mm-hmm. So for them um, – it's a big win, and a lot of those kids were kind of on the border. You know, I have mm-hmm. I have nine yeah. seniors, and yeah. one lives on the east side. The other eight live right next to the east side, so they have that choice of going east or west. 
um, and they chose West. So for them choosing West and then beating East was was a, a big win for them. It was, you know, it was a nice step in the right direction. Absolutely, and and we you know we talked about how successful you guys are, and we we just wanted to say thank you so much for calling in, and uh, we just wanted to wish you the best of luck for these playoffs this week. I, I you know you guys are a tough team, and it's fun actually seeing Terry West do so well because you guys are. It's, it's fun to to have that those rivals and to have that that what you guys have done and what you've done at that school has been amazing, and we really thank you for uh, for calling in. No, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Coach, best of luck. Thanks. No, I appreciate it. Okay. So, yeah, we, I mean, we're, we're, I mean, there we're, you have we're it. blowing up like the, like the, like Hindenburg right now. Like a tick. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, the coaches are calling in. I mean, uh, you know, and, and honestly, these were not scripted calls. No. These are, uh, these are people listening to the, to the matchup zone and, uh, and we're getting some good responses. We're have, we have a blast doing it. And, uh, you know, we just like to kind of, we, we, we really enjoy bringing you the, uh, the basketball scoop every week. Uh, Kev, we have a caller on the line here. Does that say what I think? Oh, oh, oh. Is this everybody's favorite part of the week? I, I, I think, I think it is. Let me, let me pop out the old Group One matchup for, uh, for old Let's Tom get... from Palmyra. With Tom from Palmyra, you are, you are again on the matchup zone. Hey guys. Hey Tom, how are you? Mike and Craig, another great show. I gotta tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we can. There he is, Tom. How are you, Tom? Pretty good, pretty good. I have to tell you, I tell all my friends to listen to the Match.com zone all the time, and uh, people are starting to listen. <laughs> it's not Match.com. It's, it's Match. It's the Matchup Zone. Match.com, I think, is a uh, dating service. Tom. Now that could be why some of my friends are having a hard time finding us. Okay, I apologize for that. They found some other things that they weren't really looking for, though. But that's a whole <laughs> no, no, different story. No, no, what, like true love? No, no, Tom, no, well, Tom, I didn't find you, true love now. Tom, are you a little busy these days? What's going on in your life? You're a little busy. You're calling in late tonight. What's going on? Oh, hey, it was a great show tonight. All the coaches and everything. I mean, it was a really, really great show. But I have to tell you, I, I have an injustice, so I have to scream from the mountaintop. So. What do you got, Tom? How could Palmar be uh, 15 feet? That's insane. Well, when well, you when you don't win enough games, usually that's, that's how it goes. I mean, it's I think Palmyra is a, a tough team, uh, but you know it's it it, it, it I'm sure a lot of people at Palmyra that you know they're not getting the calls because they're calling the officials by the wrong names and, and things like that. It's it's got to be tough. I mean, so you got that. That's what happens. You get that first round matchup versus Pittman. No question, Craig. No question, Craig. You're right. But, I mean, just use your eyeballs. I mean, use the eyeball test. You can tell these guys are a lot better than their record shows. <laughs> Tom, <laughs> Tom um, do, you, uh, what, do you know any players past or present from Palmyra? Well, I mean, uh, you had Coach Wildmiller on earlier, right, from Haddonfield? Uh, Wiedemann, yes. We had Coach Wiedemann on. And I don't know if you know, but his uh, father, Dave Wildmiller, was a great, great um, player. He played at Wake Forest. Uh, he was uh, right with uh, Billy Packer. So he, he and Bill Packer took over the tournament one year. <laughs> it's weed. Let's, let's try to break it down. Weed a minute. Can you say that? Oh, oh I'm sorry. Weed a minute. Well, back, back in the day, me, uh, me and Dave, uh, we used to play a little, um, you know, schoolyard basketball back in Palmyra, and I, I facialized him a few times. <laughs> well, that's, that's, uh, that's the kind of guy you are, I guess. Uh, must be tough at that height, but, I mean, well, well that's a story for another time. No, no question, Craig. Because uh, we played, we played on seven foot rims, though. I mean, we were pretty young at the oh, time. Okay. So yeah, it was. Uh, then uh, when we uh, reached uh, our teenage years, I had no chance against them. 
Gotcha. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Paul Wiedemann's dad, Dave, was a great player at Wake Forest. His uh, backcourt mate was Billy Packer. I believe uh, Coach Wiedemann's dad was an All-American at Wake Forest. Um, he was a great player. <laughs> Tom, uh, uh, we asked Coach Wiedemann about the pistol offense. He's uh, he's incorporating, I think, this week for the playoffs. Well, it's not a bad idea. I mean, I know I know, I know uh, Coach Dave Allen was uh, trying to institute it uh, sometime next year. Gotcha. He's working on the fi- he's working on the finer points. I understand. He's there. Yeah. Well, Tom, listen, Tom. Uh, as you know that you've been listening, the phone lines are blowing up today. We don't have too much time to spend. How are your teeth doing after last week getting shot with a bungee cord? By the way. Yeah, that was a terrible accident. But uh, we I, mean, I think I got hit. I think we I got hit with the bungee cord. It's okay. I think I got hit with an incisor over here in uh, in, in where the studio is in Cherry Hill. <laughs> Did you hear that explosion last night? The fire. <laughs> That's what it sounded like when the the bungee cord hit my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Craig, Craig, another great show, Mike. Uh, keep it up. No questions. One of the best shows on the internet. Hey, we we, Thanks, we do what we can. Thank Thanks you, for checking in, Tom. All right, I'll be I'll be checking out on match.com. Take care, guys. <laughs> All right, and there you have it, everyone. Everyone's favorite portion of the show. Tom from Palmyra checked in. Oh, gotta love Tom from Palmyra. And you know, now we like we said, our phone lines are blowing up. We actually have a, a former player that that. Uh, uh, at Cherry Hill East, I had the opportunity to coach. Was the captain last year? Did such an amazing job for us, uh, Jesse Gold. Jesse Gold is joining us on the matchup zone. Jesse, how are you? How's it going, Coach? Not too bad. How are you doing yourself? We can't complain. We can't complain. So, you know, Jess, you look at you look at this this year, and uh, you almost kind of compare it to to last year, and uh, what. Last year, you guys, Cherry Hill East gets to the South Jersey Championship for the first time in school history. From a player's perspective, how important was that for you? Um, I mean, for me, it was very important just because, you know, you put in all this work all year long to to achieve a goal, and to be able to go out and achieve your goal is, it makes it all that more special when you put in all that work, and then obviously are able to achieve that goal. It, it's just a, it's a great feeling to be able to do something that not only you yourself are interested in, but, you know, people of the town had interest in it. The school had a bunch of interest in it, a bunch of interest in it. So it was, it was a nice, it was a nice feeling. Jesse, uh, coach Allen always raves about your leadership skills and what an integral part of the team you were last year and how you were, you were the leader on the court. Um, is that something that you kind of worked on or does it just come natural? Uh, you know, you as a person, are you a leader kind of by nature? Um, I think a little bit of both. I mean, I would definitely say uh, that by nature I'm a little bit of a leader. I tend to take that role on most of the things I do in life, not just, you know, on a, on a sports field, but if whether it's in the classroom or whether it's, you know, hanging out with my buddies. But, I mean, definitely something that I've I've tried to also work on. And there's, you know, it has its ups and downs sometimes. Sometimes I wasn't a good leader and I took things too far or, I didn't speak enough on something. So it's something you kind of have to – it switches from team to team. There's different characters on different teams, and people like to be stroked different ways. So it's kind of, I guess, a skill where I have a, a good sense of being able to read someone and how they're going to be able to react, whether, you know, if I yell at him, is he going to work harder or is he going to, you know, dog it a little more? Whereas do I need to, you know, pat him on the butt to, to get him to work a little bit harder or do I, do I you know, it's a – Every situation is different, but it's something definitely that I think I was born with a little bit and something that I've been able to uh, kind of critique along the way. 
And just uh, we, I talked to Coach Dave Allen today. Uh, we know we understand you have class tomorrow during Cherry Hill East's uh, game <clears throat> versus Clearview. Uh, how are you going to handle that? Uh, it's, it's definitely disappointing. I actually I get done class about halfway through the game, so while I'm in class, I'll be following the Twitter feed for sure. Hopefully, nothing too crazy happens where I yell during the class. But um, <laughs> definitely after the class, I'll be glued to my computer for those next 40 minutes and hoping and praying that we come out with a W. And the, and you know that's it's such an interesting interesting thing to hear from a player's perspective. Uh, you know how important it is and and almost have that leadership because, like we said, Jesse was a, an amazing leader. <clears throat> he did a great job. Uh, you know, and some kids are just born born leaders and we're going to talk about this as we go on Jess we'd love to have you back on and talk more about you know your leadership and the the roles of leadership and on a basketball team because you look at guys like Kobe Bryant and how some of the sometimes what does it take to uh to have that leadership and how is going too far but we really appreciate you coming on tonight and uh giving us a little perspective we'd love to have you back on in the future no problem coach anytime you need I'll be here thanks Jesse thanks Jeff all right have a good one guys so that's, I mean, that's, he makes, brings up a great point. Uh, just talking about the, uh, sorry, we're getting a little echo here. So it brings up a great point talking about that and, uh, how much leadership, uh, leadership affects it. I, there's, there's something that Kobe Bryant posted on his Facebook page this year. I, I love it. I think it's amazing. I'll read it real quick. Uh, it says, leadership is responsibility. There comes a point when one must make a decision. Are you willing to do what it takes to push the right buttons to elevate those around you? If the answer is yes, are you willing to push the right buttons even if it means being perceived as a villain? Here's where the true responsibility of being a leader lies. Sometimes you must prioritize the success of the team ahead of how your own image is perceived. The ability to elevate those around you is more than simply sharing the ball or making teammates feel a certain level of comfort. It's pushing them to find the inner beast, even if they end up resenting you for it at the time. I'd rather be perceived as a winner than a good teammate. I wish they both went hand-in-hand all the time, but that's just not reality. I have nothing in common with lazy people who blame others for their lack of success. (laughs) Great things come from hard work and perseverance. No excuses. This is my way. It might not be the right for you, but all I can do is share the thoughts. It's on you to figure out which leadership style suits you best. Now, I read that, and I was blown away because I read that, and someone gave that to me, and I was just like, who said that? And they said, Kobe Bryant. And He sent it to you directly? Oh, yeah. We, we were talking on the phone the other day, and he's just like, I was like, Kobe, like, I'm trying to work on my jump shot, and he's just like. Keep working? Yeah, he said, he said you know, uh, I don't think your knees have it anymore, and uh, this obviously didn't happen. But, you know, that's it's something interesting to say about leadership and, and, and things like that. So, uh you know, but I mean, the the one thing that is so nice about tonight, we were able to break down a lot of uh, you know, the, the matchups, the playoffs, and the one thing that's that's flattering to us is is it's true how many people call in, how many people uh, actually care to uh, to kind of talk about South Jersey basketball, and that's something that's that's definitely very interesting to us, and the, the, we really appreciate it because, like we said, this is a forum. You're not hiding behind a name. It's 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 we, everyone can listen in and hear you know your ideas and things like that. So uh, Ken, we, let's, let's, we have a couple callers here. Uh, we have about six or seven minutes left of the show. Let's try to get these callers in. Uh, you want to rapid fire them? Well, let's go to the four one seven number here. Uh, we okay. don't know who it is, uh, but it's like yeah, it's, it's like answering the door on Halloween. Caller, 
You are on the matchup zone. Tom? Hello. Is that you? Okay, so oh, we've lost him. Okay. Wait, so do we have? We have no, one more gone. here. He's gone. He's. Okay. We have. One, we have one more. We have one more here. No, I don't think we do. Okay. Nope. Nope. Okay. So, to reiterate, our phone lines were blowing up, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they actually just blew up because uh, the cars all just. Uh, Yes, they all just dropped. Maybe that was – you know what? I think Coach Rodeo just dropped off the line. Oh, that's who it was. I Coach think, Rodeo, if, if – What, if you, we, got another, we got a caller here. Let's go to this caller. Two more callers back. And let's go to that 417 number again. Okay, let's do it. You are on the matchup zone. Hello? 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 Caller, are you there? Yes. Do you have a name? Yes, I'm Rob Seminara from Cherry Hill High School East. Oh, man, Rob Seminara from Cherry Hill High School East. Rob Seminara. How how are you doing, Rob Seminara? Rob, how are you? I'm doing very good. How are you guys? Good, thanks. You know, terrific. What do you you got for us tonight, Rob? We're rapid-firing you. Okay, go. Shoot. Say something interesting interesting in the next two seconds. uh, Go Cherry Hill East Cougars. Great job. Thank you for calling in tonight. We have one more caller on the line. You are on the matchup zone. Hello. Okay, so caller dropped off. So we yeah we had another one drop off. So you know we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and end the caller segment of the of the. You know we Kev we were so busy tonight we were supposed to have uh, Coach Allen to break down the Group Four final. By the way, I think. Uh, we got to give our producer a little shout out tonight. He's oh, yeah, working hard absolutely. tonight. His fingernails or uh, his hands are. There's actually sparks coming off his fingers right now. But uh, he, he's he just he just yelled over uh, from behind the glass. He's bleeding. Um, so we. Uh, That's solid glass over there. That is solid. It's bulletproof. And that, that glass has a rating. But uh, I don't know what that means. I heard someone say that one. I don't know what that means. But uh, <laughs> how does glass have a rating? But. A lot of good insight tonight, Kev. How much time? Uh, tonight's show, again, brought to you by Advocare South Jersey mm-hmm. Orthopedic Associates. See Dr. Wexler for your orthopedic needs. Uh, I guess we don't have to get the phone number out. There's about three and a half minutes left of the show. But we got a lot of good insight, Kev, uh, from the breakdowns of different brackets. You know, Coach Kessler, Coach Richie Conan, Coach Wiedemann, Coach Crawford. A lot of good coaches calling in tonight, kind of giving their insight. I, I think I think listeners want to hear from them more than us. Absolutely. Uh, because... Although we know a lot about basketball, I mean, you know, I think our our backgrounds we have we have a lot of basketball experience, but you know, we both coached high school basketball, so it's 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 something that's interesting. But to, to kind of hear the perspectives of some of these guys yeah. who have uh, been doing it for a few years, I mean, you, you look at Paul Wiedemann and and his track record and how successful he's been. I mean, we've had Coach Jim Kessler. Crawford on, Coach Kessler. I mean, it, it's it's very interesting to, to to hear their perspective because they've had so so much success and uh it's great to hear that those minds kind of talk to us about basketball because listen we don't know everything we don't uh, sure we do yeah and we it, do and if, and if we don't we we're do. gonna lie about it i mean I, I lied i think about four or five times already tonight uh, it's uh, funny i was doing the rapid fire questions to coach kessler and i'm going i'm going through and, I, and again we didn't know coach kessler was calling in so i'm just trying to find some question for him and i go i was going to say 
who's the best fired coach other than Brian Zubek? I was like, wait a second, that's that's for Paul Weaver. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting, real quick, getting to Coach Kessler with a couple minutes left, that he said Kirk Luckman was his uh, best big man. He was. I was a little bit young when Kirk played, uh, but I was. For, I, I thought for sure he was going Malik Allen on that one. Oh yeah, I thought so too. When he said, and I knew he was going Danny. I think everyone knew he was going Danny. Yeah, but uh, I mean Malik. We've talked about him before in the show. He played in the NBA, played at Villanova University. You don't do that just by, by with a smile. I mean, right. he, but like Brian Earl said a couple weeks ago, when he was on that Malik's so unselfish. He's a guy you had to beg to get twenty points. It's true, and I mean, I never played with I never played with uh, Malik. But I just watched him play. I mean, that was during my the time when my brother was playing. Uh, Eustace Shawnee and I, I remember watching those games and and watching Malik and my brother square off and. Uh, Wait, Kev, Kev, real quick, we have a minute. Left. I'm going to give you Coach Allen. I'm going to give you oh, Coach boy. Allen's questions. All right, let's and do you it. Answer, you answer rapid for fire, the rapid, rapid fire. fire me. What's the toughest loss in Coach Allen's career? Oh, I'm doing it. As, for you're, the, you're Coach Allen. I'm Coach Allen. We have a minute left. What's the toughest okay. loss in his career? Cammy Catholic. Uh, best player he's ever coached. Uh, Dominic Mejia. Okay. What's the best part of coaching at Cherry Hill East? Uh, the kids and Jake Silfy. Sum up John Valori in one word. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, doesn't count. Okay, last question. 40 seconds left. Coach Allen, who would you pick if you had first pick, Bobby Shaw or Mike Gould in a oh, pickup game? Bobby, definitely Bobby Shaw. Uh, that worked against you once before, Coach. <laughs> uh, let's, get, let's, get it, uh, let's get it right next time. So again, we uh, we we'd love to ha- we'd love having you guys on. We wanted to thank uh, all our callers, the the, the callers that were that were playing, the coaches who called in on their own. Uh, we we it's it's flattering. We can't thank you enough for giving your perspective into this tournament. We want to tell all the fans, remind them to get out and watch these games these week this week next. Great games. I mean, they're, it's unbelievable. You get, you have a lot of talent playing in South Jersey. We want to see all these players play, and uh, we we just want to get the get that exposure and and have these coaches uh, get the exposure that they deserve. And uh, again, we thank everyone for joining us tonight. Again, our program was brought to you by Advocare South Jersey Orthopedic Associates. We want to thank our producer uh, Chuck for doing such an amazing job. And this is uh, it. We thank you very much. This is your now. Leaving the match, the we'll see you again Sunday at 7.